crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Weather today in the greater Cincinnati area... Solid plastic, so don't settle for imitation. But the senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me, I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. Got kind of pack packing and unpacking. Town to town, up and down the dial. Maybe you and me were never meant to be. Just maybe think of me once in a while. I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati. Hey, I forget how I start the ship. Hey, wake the kids, call the neighbors. It's time once again for another big fake radio show. Joining me as always is new Larry, Kevin Jank. I'm here, and, and I hope that now that my presence has been made, that if you feel the need to go start jizzing all over the walls, you at least have the decency to go do it in the bathroom. All right, see, that's kind of a reference <laughs> to how I live my life and the movie Terrifier. Yeah. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, terrifying. Right. Yeah. In 2016, we we're watching that. That was a Jenks pick for Shocktober. And uh it's about a clown that kills people. <laughs> yeah. And they probably could have just called it Art the Clown, but it went with terrifying. Yeah. It would, <laughs> I don't know. Also <laughs> joining us, he survived Disney. He's my uh personal, uh what is it, spiritual advisor, personal attorney. Toffee. I'm telling you, that guy totally whacked off in there. <laughs> well, you, you, you both went with the same genre of quote. Yeah. Shocked. Well, no, this is the same movie. movie. It has no dialogue, so. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of God screaming. damn you, Kevin Jenks. Not known for its quotes, that's for sure. That's not this movie's strengths. Uh, <laughs> what? Does yeah. it have any strengths? We can get to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll talk Terrifier later there, and uh, we'll break it down. Uh, it's something. But before we get into all that, let's uh, let's check in with Tuffy because well, last week we didn't have a show technically. Um, yeah, yeah, a show. Tom Buck two together. Call me out. Yeah, but not a live show. You know, <laughs> like a, they're never live anymore. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We didn't do it Friday <laughs> yeah. night. <laughs> I did it with uh, Tom. Mike Dell just had to sit quietly looking at the. Uh, Looking at the wall on Friday night last week. Yeah, which is you know usually what I do every other night, but uh, <laughs> but Tom Book too. Uh, he and I recorded. I think it was Thursday. We recorded it in the afternoon or something. And yeah. then uh, yeah, we played. So thanks to Tom Buck too for stepping in because otherwise yeah, I was saying, he did uh, a banner job. Yeah, although uh, there's a couple questions we need to bring up about the whole Tom Buck two experience. One, uh, <laughs> did you guys watch that movie? No. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to play along at home and watch Saw Wind or whatever that was called. Saw Wind. Uh, so that's your homework assignment this week. You have to go back, watch that movie, and submit a two-page report. 
And then also with Tom Buck too. What what about the swinging? Did you what what was going on there? Did you see or hear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean I figure we're gonna have to have him back in a month or two just to get a follow up report on that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Our buddy, uh, Pork right there, Bob Marsh, he didn't like that I, I made the joke about the, since they had pinball machines, they were probably weird. Cause you know, he has a, <laughs> yeah, he's he has got a lot of pinball machines. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Pork Carrot. Just teasing you. <laughs> we teasing fun. All right. So anyway, uh, that was last week. This week, Tuffy, you got back from, uh, Disney. You spent a whole week in Disney yeah. with like 13 members of your family, right? It said, did. That sounds. Now, did your dad buy you a Quizno sub? Because that was the bone of contention <laughs> the last time. Uh, we still haven't settled up the uh, the food expenses yet because uh, <laughs> Disney's it's like its own whole ecosystem where you have, you know, your Mark of the Beast. You have your little wristband that has your <laughs> oh, really? account on it. <laughs> and, uh, you can pay for anything with your Mickey dollars on that and uh, it just Mickey goes right dollars. on your credit card. <laughs> You don't need to carry a wallet around. You don't need to carry anything around. Just your your little ID badge. <laughs> that wow. seems dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Real quick. So test run that was just, for uh, all society. Yeah, that was just tied up to all of our own credit cards. So I got to submit my invoice for uh, <laughs> to get reimbursed. Should have just hooked it up to your dad's credit card immediately. Just all of them are on his. Yeah. And your dad's well, a, like a, an accountant, right? Yeah. Yeah. He probably keeps all the Yeah, he has uh Oh, yeah. Back when I was, like, a teenager, he had, like, a yellow ledger of, like, what we owed him for everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's, are we talking like dinner stuff? Like, and stuff like oh, that. Okay. Not, oh. not individual <laughs> expenses, but, like, he, we were just on his car insurance, and he would itemize it out for us, so we would pay him then. <laughs> Like I fed you for the last sixteen yeah. years. Let's count up all those meals. You used a lot of water yeah. this month, Tuffy. <laughs> so yeah. All right. So now, how long you you went to Disney uh, World, right? I I never know. Yes, it was. Disney World in Florida. Okay. And uh, you were there an entire week. Uh, uh when Blue Wednesday was it? Disney Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Seven days? Yeah. I think I was That's at Disney for seven days. <laughs> that is a week last night, Chuck. <laughs> that's a week. We're not on the map. Honestly, yeah. I'm an accountant. You I really can tell you that's track of time seven there. days is a week. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so what was it like, Toffee? Uh, what kind of uh, activities did you do with the family? I mean, uh, well, Part of the problem is the family has competing interests in what they want to do and what they don't want to do. Uh, like my younger brother and his wife seem convinced that like, you are only at Disney to ride as many rides as possible. And that okay. is the only thing that you are there to do, which Disney World, like, there's a rides for like 10 year olds. They're not exciting. I don't understand why they were so excited <laughs> about these rides. And as someone who's never been there, like, how many rides are we talking? Like ballpark? Like, are there dozens, there's, hundreds? <laughs> I would say dozens, probably. Yeah. <laughs> dozens of rides. All right. Yeah. It's a lot of rides. Like, rolly coasters and all that kind of stuff? A couple rolly coasters. Um, you know, like, one or two real roller coasters, I would say. Yeah. 
Um, and then Most a bunch of, like, of like dragon kind of roller coasters they have at the carnival, where it's like one little tiny loop that barely bends. No, they're, they're bigger than that, but they're like uh, older roller coasters. They're not the loop to loops and the corkscrews and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, they do have like two. I would say two good roller coasters if you like roller coasters, which I'm assuming Mike Dell does not. I do not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He hates uh, anything that those are considered fun. So. Yeah. Yeah, their their good roller coasters are also <laughs> brand new because they have one that is Tron themed, and one that is Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy themed. Wait, Tron? <laughs> That's new. <laughs> it's a new roller coaster. Yeah, but like the only Tron it must have coincided like with the sequel. Movie, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the oh, new that's... Tron movie. Oh, I didn't the, know it was a new one. I was like, what, like what 2017 movie? Tron movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I missed that entirely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, uh, Tron was a thing there. Yeah, yeah, and it's a whole. I mean, Disney is just scam on scam on scam when you're down there because, <laughs> uh, like my sister-in-law kind of helped plan the whole trip on behalf of my parents because they were, I think, overwhelmed by the scale of it. Uh, so she was working with a travel agent who, like those big new rides, they have what's called a virtual queue. You can't just get in line. You have to have a thing on your phone that says you're allowed to get in line. Oh, man. And, uh, By the time you get in line, are you then allowed to get right on? Um, Not really, depending. Oh. If you're, like, the first people for the day, yes, but otherwise it's still, like, an hour wait in line. Jesus, that seems like that defeats the point of having that virtual queue. <laughs> yeah. So huh. he was working with some travel agent who has some special deal with Disney where um, he can guarantee us basically we're going to be the first people in line because everything at Disney is pay to play. So we pay this travel agent who pays Disney to get us like first in line on those rides. So we could actually get on them. And then also day to day, you buy this thing called Genie Plus that uh, lets you get what used to be called a fast pass where you can book yourself a shorter line for particular rides throughout the day. It sounds just terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of admin. I got to be honest. No. So, so, so part of your family likes the rides. What the, does the other half of the family enjoy? Well, what my dad doesn't like is walking. <laughs> so he did not want to walk as much as possible. Um, and also he was jealous of my mom because she has recently had a flare up with uh, arthritis or something in her hip. Oh, no. Uh, so she had to have one of those little scooters every oh, wow. day to ride around the park. Yeah. So and your dad did it his computer life? No, he oh, could have, but he did not. Yeah. Could have raised so, her up. Yeah. It was uh, my brother and his wife being the most impatient people ever because my other brother is much slower to move around with things, I would say. So they're constantly itching to go to the next ride, the next ride, the next ride, the next ride. We got to go to this one. We got to go to this one. We got to go to this one. And just getting uh, annoyed that everybody's moving too slow. So that was a fun dynamic. <laughs> How many like little kids are involved in this trip? Uh, six children. Six children. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And when my, you're uh, there, is it doesn't... just like wall to wall people when you're walking around? Or I mean Disney because I went two and a half years ago with my younger brother and his kids and my mom because uh, they were just going to Disney, but they had four kids ages like 
two to six, I think. So they asked if I wanted to go just to kind of help with their kids, and they paid for, like, the hotel room or whatever because they had to have one anyways. So I was at a reduced cost on that one. And uh, <laughs> I forget what point I was making. I'm busting <laughs> Jeff. He's busting Jeff. So Come on, Tuffy. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there's so a, they, there's a feud, yeah, right? yeah. So Disney, oh. having been there during COVID and having been there when it's wide open, just another part of life where it was way better with COVID. Let's <laughs> bring it back. Because <laughs> oh, there are just brought so brought many goddamn again. people. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you brought a little of the COVIDs back with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, man. I just I wouldn't never want to go to Disney ever. ever it's ever, fine. Ever. I didn't. I don't hate it, but uh, did you go on any rides that you enjoyed? Yeah, the Tron roller coaster is fine, and uh, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster at Epcot. All right, that's something. Um, that's a good one. Did um, you see any like shows or anything? Yeah, yeah, I saw shows. I rode rides. I did a little bit of everything. But any like memorable shows? Um. No, because like the shows are either uh, cartoons with 3D glasses that are really for target age four to twelve, um, that are like Mickey cartoons, or they are uh, very abridged versions of like uh, Disney Broadway stuff. Like there's a Lion King thing with live actors and acrobats and whatnot that lasts about 15 minutes. That's I'm assuming modeled after like the Lion King Broadway show. Oh, uh, what about the food? Uh, the food is good. I mean, it's for as much as Disney costs everything, the food is like the only reasonably priced thing there. Really, I'm shocked at this. Yeah, yeah, it's too. a lot of like quick service stuff. Like I would say. Better than McDonald's, but, you know, it ain't like you're eating at a restaurant. Uh, is, it, is it better than the uh, Illinois State Fair? <laughs> it's comparable, I would say. <laughs> oh, all right. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I was probably walking like seven to ten miles a day, and I still think I gained weight by the end of the trip. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of walking. You know. Did uh, your family get in any fights? Um, almost. <laughs> Not with each other. With other people. Oh, oh, with other people. Oh, oh okay. With each other, no. It was just it. a lot of, like, passive-aggressive sniping about not moving fast <laughs> enough or walking too much or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And then the people, the other people there are all fucking insane. People are the worst. <laughs> I um, know. They really yeah. Because, so they do fireworks every night. And, uh, like, before fireworks, normally the park is, you know, you walk wherever you want, wherever there's a walkway, and you go to things and whatever. And before fireworks, they put down tape to indicate, like, these are the standing areas, these are the walking areas, because you still have to have people able to walk around. <coughs> Got the COVID. So the, the last night we were there, um, we... Uh, went to go watch the fireworks and were lined up in our spot, you know, maybe 10 minutes before because it wasn't a good spot. wasn't a great spot because all the spots were filled up way before that to watch fireworks. 
not worth lining up for, but you know, whatever. So <laughs> my brother had like his, uh, his two kids stroller parked there. My mom had her little scooter parked there, which, uh, still leaves like a little space between them in front of the tape. And some lady walks up, uh, holding her kid and just stands like right in front of the, the stroller and the scooter. And, uh, my parents have reached a stage in life where they just yell at people <laughs> way too quickly. <laughs> they start yelling. Because, see, right before that, I was standing behind my brother's stroller. They were standing off to the other side. And someone stood uh, to the left of the stroller, slightly obstructing the view of my nephews. And there was a kid in a wheelchair parked next to them and blocking that kid. So I just tapped yeah. the guy in the shoulder and I said, hey, excuse me, if you're going to stay there, would you mind just going behind the stroller here so you don't block these kids' views? And the guy moved. And uh, then the lady stood on the other side of the stroller right after they moved. And my mom and dad just started, like, yelling at these people. And this lady <laughs> did not take kindly to that. And she starts yelling back at them. I think she told my dad, shut the fuck up, old man. Uh, my mom put her hand down. <laughs> make a point or I don't know what. And she said, don't fucking touch me or something like that. Oh yeah. And her husband walks over to stand by her. And my brother like kind of stands between my parents and the people. Cause he's you know police officer. So he has some sense <laughs> oh, of like, nice. we're not doing this right now. <laughs> and he's trying, like nobody's calm in the situation to watch fucking fireworks. Like <laughs> who even cares? So, uh, yeah, then that lady's husband comes over. Eventually, they walk off, and I don't know if they complained or other people said something, because after the fireworks, then a security guard came over and chatted with my parents, which I suspect oh. that was to make sure that nobody <laughs> tried to follow anybody after the fireworks. Oh, so yeah. It's the happiest place uh, on earth. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the people there are just the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> it is the absolute dregs of society at Disney World. You were like there. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was one. very entertaining for me. Not in the moment, but in retrospect, it's very funny. Yeah. Now that you're home safe, yeah. Wow, that sounds like quite the trip, Tuffy. I'm glad you're home safe. That's the important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just yeah. a lot of people being annoyed with other family members. Uh, there was only once where I. Just kind of walked away from everybody because I was pissed off at fucking everybody, basically. <laughs> we were, uh, we were at the Epcot Center. Um, we'd already kind of done all the rides and stuff. We were going to go get some ice cream all together and then watch the fireworks. We had to walk from where we were. We were going to ride one more ride, the big ball at Epcot Center. That's the big ball they got at Disney. Yes. Uh, so yeah. there's a ride inside of that, that we were going to go on that. And then we were going to walk over and get some, uh, ice cream over in Paris. They have the okay. sort of world exposition thing. And then we were going to watch the fireworks. So we all go get in line for the ride. My older brother and his kid are the last ones in the line. So we all get it on. And then he texts us while we're on the ride, like 10 minutes into it and says, Hey, I'm just getting on now. Cause my daughter had like a bathroom thing or something. And it's like, why did you get on the ride then 10 minutes behind us? You should have just not gotten on the ride. We're almost done. This is just <laughs> he delayed. Wanted to, he wanted to get on the ride. <laughs> oh. He had already ridden it before. 
Because there was a period where, like, my one brother took his kids to take naps. My other brother stayed because they had a special dinner reservation or something. And they rode the ride then. So he's already been on it. His kids already done it. It's not like they're going to miss out on something. We get Uh, off the ride, and my younger uh brother is annoyed that he has to wait these 10 minutes. So he goes, well, let's we're going to go on another ride while we wait. So now I'm annoyed at him. So it's like, if you just wait, it's going to take you half an hour to go on this other ride. If we wait 10 minutes, we can go get ice cream. But he runs off onto his ride. So then it's like, all right, well, we're just going to, we'll meet you at the ice cream place. So we're walking to the ice cream place. We're not even there yet. And my dad's telling my mom to park her scooter thing to save a spot for fireworks. And it's like, Fireworks don't start for an hour. Why are we saving a spot already? <laughs> you get a good We're going spot. to eat ice cream. Because at, at Epcot, the fireworks scene is not quite as aggressive as at Magic Kingdom, which is where our little uh, incident occurred. <laughs> or incident. It's the funniest place to watch fireworks. So, so uh, round fireworks, like the... <laughs> like just kind of things spinning around and that kind of thing. Cause if they're yeah, shooting they're them in the air, what do you need a good spot for? <laughs> just look up. Yeah. I mean, at, at the magic kingdom, they have like a, a graphic display uh, shot onto the castle there while the fireworks mm-hmm. happen. So theoretically oh. there's something to see there, but if you're looking up at the fireworks. You're not watching the fucking castle anyways. All of it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad then he's impatient wanted to go get a spot to watch fireworks where no one else is lining up to watch fireworks yet so he just goes into the ice cream place and buys ice cream when not everyone's there yet and it's like I'm going to murder all of you before the end of the night <laughs> you're all fucking driving crazy and you can't smoke in Disney either so that's also Whoa. Uh, oh, yeah. my aggravation you they, can't they don't smoke. even have like a little area set off for people nothing they do, but you got to go all the way out of the entrance, basically. Mm-hmm. And also, my family would not look kindly upon me if I took off for an hour to go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> so I was kind of locked into that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that was the one time when I was like, I am going to strangle all of you before the night's over. So, uh, did the little yeah. kids have a good time? Yeah, they all had a great time. That's nice. Yeah. And you're still yeah. talking to your family? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Although, uh, like, uh, as a present for my mom, uh, my brothers and I paid for like, uh, you know, they have Disney photographers all over, and they take your pictures. Oh yeah. So we pay family portrait. Yeah. Yeah, but it ain't free to get the picture from them. You pay for that. Yeah. So we paid for the photo package. It's like 150 fucking dollars. <laughs> all of your pictures from the trip, you can basically download them. Then when you're done. Uh, so we paid for that, and uh, my brother, younger brother, texted me not long ago tonight. He said, hey, did you look at those last pictures from the last night? My one sister-in-law just looks pissed off and all. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, well, that, that seems about right by that point thought, of the trip. I thought you were going to say, uh, did you ever see that King of Queens episode where Doug and Carrie are at a wedding and Doug gets bored, so he sneaks in and he gets a picture of his dick? <laughs> Yes, I have. <laughs> That's what you were going to say. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm glad you're back, Tuffy. Yeah. Well, the All other right. thing is he's crazy about riding these rides, and it's like if you want to ride rides, go to like Six Flags or a place Kennywood. with real roller coasters. Yeah, you go to Kennywood in Pittsburgh. I don't yeah. care about riding a little boat that has the plot of Frozen around you for <laughs> ten minutes or whatever. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, we'll have to have Tom Buck two on before he goes to Disney and do a little preview for him. Uh, yeah, scout it out. <laughs> Tell him where the aggressive ladies to avoid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Stay away from all the people, basically. Um, that was uh, good luck. Yeah, because my, I mean, my parents just have no filter at this point. <laughs> there was another time we're in like the uh, expedited line to go on the Peter Pan ride or whatever bullshit it was. I don't remember. And uh, so you got to like swipe your little ID badge thing at the start of the line and swipe it before you get on the ride so they know you're in the right line. And these two ladies jump in the line and they're cutting through, pointing like, oh, our family's up there, our family's up there. My parents start yelling at them, you can't cut in line, you can't cut in line. And it's like, <laughs> you're not the line police. Don't just yell at people. These people are all fucking nuts. Yeah. They got plenty of people who work here who will tell them they can't cut the line. You don't have to do that for them. <laughs> oh, man. That is good time. It was a real exciting trip. Sounds like it. Now, Jank, you weren't here last week because uh, it was a Jank family get-together, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things did not work out necessarily as planned, but... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Couldn't find any squirrels? Because that's usually what you do when you get together. <laughs> no, they're all hibernating, I guess. <laughs> Starting early. <laughs> but Pete came into town. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Pete came in. Uh, yep, I did see Scooch, uh, so that was cool. <laughs> I get to see Scooch. Uh, I never did see my cousin Megan, who was in. Um, I, I I picked up Pete and his wife on Thursday night, saw them then, um, and then by Friday, like I had gotten sick, uh, so nice. I basically didn't do anything the rest of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's a yeah. How are you feeling now, Jack? You, you, you I mean. We did flea yeah, market I feel, yesterday. You seem yeah, fun. I feel a lot better now for sure. I think it's That's pretty good. much gone. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so it did not work out so well. But all right, well, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to see Pete and Scooch have a, a, some tense Yu-Gi-Oh battles on Thursday. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> well, that's something, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our best to the Jank family. And, uh, I, what, I, what did I do last week? And, oh, nothing. Yeah, that's what I did last week. <laughs> but today I had a very uh, busy day today. I had to get my car inspected. Oh. Yeah. Now again, yeah, you guys I'm don't. Sure, it's, it's in mint condition, so you shouldn't have <laughs> well, any problem. Pretty much. But you guys <laughs> don't have to get your cars inspected, right? I do not. Jank I do. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How much they sell you County. Inspection, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think they charge you for the inspection. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, they do it for free. <laughs> yeah, I think they're it's all just, just state facilities you have to go to. It's not like a private thing you have to go to. Yeah, here in you Pennsylvania, you get late, but you, you just go to any uh, garage, you know, and they can inspect you. But um, I I get free lifetime inspections or whatever if I go to the dealership. You know, nice. so that sounds like a great idea. Uh, but then you look at the little report there and they always charge you for like labor. So isn't that just charging yeah. me for the inspection? <laughs> isn't that the same yeah. Thing? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, there are no parts involved. So, yeah, it's all labor. But we also have to do like emissions testing here. And uh, but I don't drive enough, so I'm exempt. 
<laughs> so you don't have to test for emissions. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, that's Chicago, right. it's more of an emissions test, not really an inspection of the vehicle. Oh okay. Yeah, they don't care if you're gonna die or not. Yeah, <laughs> I right. just want to make sure your car's not polluting on the way to your death. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, I only get my oil change once a year when I get the car inspected. I get an oil change as well. Like you guys do, like every six months or. Uh, yeah, six thousand miles or whatever. Yeah, see, I I drive a thousand miles a year, so <laughs> yeah, not really a concern. <laughs> Once a year is good enough. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I did all that today, but uh, thankfully nothing was wrong with the car. So, because uh, you know, my mother got her car like a year after me, and she has a few more miles on it. You know, she likes to get out there in the world. Your mom leaves the house more. Yeah. Than- <laughs> yes. That's yeah, right. I uh so I get in there with my car and uh right away the guy goes over and he goes, Hey, let me check the mileage. He gets in, he goes, Nine thousand miles? <laughs> and I was like, Yes, I don't get out much. And he's like, Oh, I was just uh wanted to make sure I wasn't missing a digit. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, nine thousand miles. <laughs> but anyway, but my mother, uh, she had to get her car inspected. I t- took her down like uh, last week or something, and they found, Oh, you you blew a strut. You know, so you had to, had to replace it. Yeah, so you never know what they're going to find, you know, even though it seems like a, a good car. But thankfully, nothing was wrong. And I, But I had to wait there. Uh, I was all, there almost like two hours sitting there for to do this. And then uh, when I'm there, you know, there's like uh, four or five people in the little waiting room with me. And then uh, th- this older lady comes in and, and she's just talking to herself, you know, a lot. So that's a long minute. Right out of the way, that's mm-hmm. a little... And I made the mistake of looking up and smiling at her because I thought she was talking to me. Oh, no, she was just talking oh to herself. <laughs> but thankfully, <laughs> she uh, she went over and she sat uh, away from me a little bit. But then she gets on her little cell phone there and she starts playing a Kenny Rogers concert. Very loud. <laughs> this has become a, a recurring thing at like, every yeah. doctor's waiting room or just really? any waiting room of any kind. People just sit there with their phones and will watch things without fucking headphones in, and it drives me insane. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you an animal? I, <laughs> I've never encountered this while I don't leave the house, but I've never encountered this before in my life where someone sits down and watches something on their phone with the <laughs> volume up. Like that? Yeah. It's crazy. All the time, Mike Bell. Yep. <laughs> what is wrong with people? I don't Exactly. It's outrageous. I, I don't understand <laughs> it at all. <laughs> But, you know, I didn't want, you know, who cares? Uh, you know, hey, Kenny Rogers, <laughs> coward or whatever uh-huh. the county is or whatever. But anyway, he, uh, she just listened to this whole concert. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, God. Yeah, it didn't end well for Becky. <laughs> but, but I'm there and, like, you know, listening to this for an hour and a half. Um, also, while I was there, uh, they had a newspaper. I haven't seen a newspaper in so long. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they still was made it from them. today's date, or was it actually just you know like the one newspaper uh, had ten it, years ago? It was like three days ago. <laughs> there are two Penguin games behind, but um, I uh, so I got to read a newspaper for the first time in like twenty years. <laughs> wow, this is the law forms wow. are still fighting. Damn Lockhorns. <laughs> Marmaduke is still doing wacky hijinks. <laughs> well, man, that was something. A newspaper. Yeah, that's a relic. <laughs> just saved it. I mean, my dad still gets, uh, I think, two newspapers delivered every day. Maybe just one oh, now. Wow. I've had yeah. too. At least one. 
there, there was a mistake the other day. Uh, well, this is, a, I don't know, all the days blend together. It's like a month or so ago. But uh, some <laughs> some reason they delivered a Wall Street Journal to my house. <laughs> but this has to be a mistake. <laughs> so I looked, and apparently it was like the, the same number house or whatever, very similar, but the street behind us. So I had to go, and uh, but then when I was looking down the street, I just walked up there, you know, and uh, I figured, well, I'll just you find. Brought it. their newspaper over. Yeah, I took a over, you know, and, and I'm like, well, I'll be, I'll just no. find the house because you know everyone's got numbers on their house or whatnot, so I'd be able to tell. No, there's no numbers, and then the numbers jump around, so there's no order. I say, wait, what? How, what kind of street is this <laughs> that they don't go in order? And then some houses don't have numbers. So I had to come home, get on like Google and uh, maps and find the, and then go back. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar incident this week with, uh, with a package I ordered. Uh, I got a thing saying, you know, your package was delivered. I got home. It was not there. I was like, what the hell? Did somebody steal this thing? Like, what's going on? Like, I eventually found somewhere where they showed like a picture of it. Yeah. It was like it, this. Kind of looks like my building, but like the vent, like where the vent, like along the wall is, it's on the opposite side of where it is by my door. So I'm like, <laughs> wow. I don't think this is the right one. <laughs> so I walked down like the row of you know bu- parts of my building, and like there were some other ones that were like that, but I didn't see it sitting there either. So I went to like the building across from me that's like facing the opposite direction. You have to like walk all the way around it to see the numbers even. But I was like, all right, let me check, see if it's there for some reason. Because I know that when I order, like, DoorDash, people will end up going to that one by mistake a lot. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe it's over there. And so I start walking over there, and I did find it sitting inside. Somebody apparently had brought it inside, which, you know, was nice of them, except it was in the wrong building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so now it's like I can see it. It's sitting there in a building I can't get into because I don't have keys for that building. <laughs> so I had to just kind of wait for somebody to show up that was going in and – uh you know, so they could open the door. And you just said, hey, that's my package? Or, yep. And they believed you? <laughs> sure did. Wow. You just stand out there yeah. all the time now, waiting for boxes. Yeah, just anytime there's any packages. Uh, yeah, that's my package. Yeah, yeah. Or some, so. some flounder over there. But that's just the delivery zone. But I hope those two stories, uh, by inspection in the Wall Street Journal mishap, will tell you how exciting my life is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a thrill ride over here. So I don't need I to go to Disney. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, there you go. That, uh, we all got caught up on the triangle of sadness. That's what's been going on <laughs> in our lives. Um, that's about it. So, uh, but now that this inspection's out of the way, I don't think I have to leave the house. <laughs> Until the next time I get my car inspected. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, hockey shooting season's got to be coming to an end. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm down to my last hockey ball. I thought I lost it the other day because I hit the crossbar and it went out of the rink. And it took me forever to find it, but I finally found it. So I have one hockey ball left. I figure once I break this one, then I'll just call it a season. You know, so uh, I'll probably break it this coming. Be hoisting the cup by then. Yeah. But uh, after that. My schedule is free and clear. I do not have to do a goddamn thing. So that's nice. Look forward to that. Because, man, this inspection was weighing on me. Release you know? of death. I had, to, I had to leave the house and talk to people. Oh, God, <laughs> the worst. But, uh, How often do you have to get the inspection? Is it every year? Yeah, once a year. I always go at the end of October. Yeah. Apparently, if you go a little sooner, 
I think there's a window or something where you like maybe two months or something. But if you go too soon, that you don't get the the uh, emissions exemption. Oh. So I always just schedule it the last week of October. And, uh, <laughs> show up. But uh, yeah, hmm. so it's nice that I have that out of the way now. I can finally relax. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> yeah, you live such a stressful life. <laughs> it's, man, it's my busy season over here. <laughs> yeah. I only had, I was able to have an hour and a half nap today. So. All right, uh, let's talk Terrifier, I guess. Uh, just real quick, the other highlight of the uh, the Disney trip is I did get oh, some okay. Star Wars themed Mickey Mouse ears. What? <laughs> what? What is that like? What? What makes them Star Wars themed? Uh, well, the opposing ears. One has the Rebel Alliance logo. One has the <laughs> Empire logo. And uh, these are like a headband, which I. It seems like all the ears are mostly for women these days because they're all like headbands with bows. <laughs> well, I think there's <laughs> a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, instead of, well, I had to get it because my one niece said she wanted a, a picture of all of us wearing Mickey ears. Uh, so we all had a pair of Mickey ears. By the way, weren't you supposed to bring me home some Mickey ears, I believe? Weren't you? I could send these to you, Mike Dalton. <laughs> That's right. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Then in, place of, uh, in place of a mini mouse bow, it has crossed lightsabers. Oh. And uh, it does light up. Wow, that's how much that's cost you? Like a uh, three hundred dollars? Uh, it didn't cost me anything. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> you it. It. But you turned <laughs> in an expense report. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, well, this one my mom uh, made the purchase, so this one I don't have to send in the reimbursement uh, request. All right. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so uh, Terrifier. This is uh, our last week of October. Next week, the show will be November. I think next week we'll try and get Miles on because, you remember, he's watching one horror movie a day for all of October. I was going to get him on this week, but I'm like, well, then we miss out on some movies. So we'll just see if we can do it next week and uh, recap all the horror movies. But for this week, Jack Pick Terrifier. Now, I yeah. I didn't I had never heard of this, but then I remember you said you talked about the you and uh, was it Scooch saw the second one? Yep. Me and Scooch went last Halloween. There's a second uh, one? Uh, Oh, yeah, there's yeah. gonna be a third one too. <laughs> sure uh, is next, next Halloween time. I'm very excited. But I do remember you telling us about the little clown with the little hat and stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, I do remember this now. Him talking about it. But uh, you're a big fan of this guy, Jack. Is that right? <laughs> I am. Yeah, um, <laughs> quite a big fan. Like I just kind of randomly discovered this. I think I think the first one. This movie was on Netflix at one point, and then I kind of realized that there were more before this. Technically. Uh, yeah. technically, I guess the character of Art the Clown was featured in like some shorts that this director made, and then he made a uh, an anthology movie called All Hallows Eve that focused a lot on Art the Clown. Um, then there was an All, All Hallows Eve two that really I don't think Art was in that one at all. It was just kind of a separate thing and was not as good. Uh, but then they decided to give him his own movie in Terrifier. That's this movie here, um, and that's where it all kind of started. Yeah, why don't you describe what Art the Clown looks like for the people? Uh, he's kind of like an old-timey clown, got the big jumpsuit. He's all black and white. Um, he's kind of mimish, I mean, even more than a clown because he doesn't talk. Uh, <laughs> but he's got like a bald white head uh, with like a little tiny black hat, like a little top hat, but it's very, very tiny for his head. Um, and he's got like all all white face paint. Uh, with like a very kind of crooked, pointy kind of witch's nose almost. Um, 
and got like black around the eyes, kind of these black drawn on eyebrows, uh, like one little black dot at the end of his nose and like really black lipstick, uh, like around his mouth. And then just a very old timey clown suit that's kind of, kind of like two faced. It's cut down the middle. So like one half is black and one half is white. And he's got like a white sleeve on the black side and a black sleeve on the white side and that kind of thing and big old black clown shoes. Yeah, the uh, writer-director here, what's his name? Uh, Leon or something like that? Uh, Jamie and Leon, I think, yeah. Jamie Le- yeah, apparently he wanted the clown to be uh, as much as different from uh, Pennywise as possible. <laughs> yeah. So that's why he went, like, black and white, no color. And, uh, I was going to say he looked a bit like uh, Crazy Joe Davola in Seinfeld. Yes, that's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> um, what, what was that, the opera? Palagot- uh, Botticelli? Uh, I don't think that's it at all. I think it's uh, uh, Palag, whatever. But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, there it is. Jack, you remember that Seinfeld, right? You were yeah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's exactly yeah. It looks like uh, Crazy Joe Devola, and uh, he just likes to murder people and whatnot. Now he's not really like a dude. He's he's kind of like a uh, a uh, demon or some sort, right? Like I mean, he's he can't. Die. Yeah, there's uh, there's definitely supernatural elements at work here. Um, they they kind of started to see some of that stuff and what where that's going. But I feel like the director has an idea of all of this mythology in his head, but he's just kind of parceling it out in little bits, um, which I guess is good because a lot of horror movies yeah. they just seem to keep like reinventing it every time. Like, and, oh, you didn't know about this part, and it's just like, oh, you just you never had that in your head the first time. Like, you're just making shit up. But I feel like yeah. this actually has a purpose, and he, he knows where he's going with it. You know what else he might want to parse out over time? Maybe a plot. That's a, <laughs> yeah. That'd be, that'd be helpful. <laughs> but All right, so here's the description from IMDb, as we always like to read these. Uh, on Halloween night, Tara Hayes finds herself as the obsession of a sadistic murderer known as Art the Clown. That's their uh, description there. I will say this. Uh, a lot of attractive ladies in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They did that not spare a... any expense on that. Even though this movie was, I think, only cost like $35,000 or something like that. Like, it was really yeah. If you're making a movie for $35,000, $34,000 of it should go into the ladies. That's, uh... <laughs> and they saved money on them by finding attractive ladies who can't act. <laughs> well, I think the, the lead was good. I thought she was good. Yeah, I thought she was solid. Well, she Most was of the kind time. of the lead. Kind of the lead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the the main girl is uh, Jenna Cannell. I had never heard of her. Um, but I guess uh, she was a, a med tech in WandaVision. I don't know how I missed her. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, do, should we know her from anything else, Jenny? I don't think so. Uh, it seemed like they were making a big deal. I was looking at the DVD today, and there was an interview with her, and there really wasn't an interview with any of the other cast. So I was like... Maybe she's a bigger, bigger deal than I thought, but she's also uh, a director own like this she, on DVD. Yeah, <laughs> she's a big fan of Art the Clown. Uh, I guess she's a director. She does a lot of shorts and she got some awards or something for the shorts she was making. So she also likes to direct. I don't know if she's done a feature film yet, though, but um, she's been in, I made I, some comment that she she dies in pretty much everything she's in. So I'm guessing she does a lot of horror movies. Yeah. I also saw on her uh, uh, IMDb uh, biography that she taught her cat how to high five. So that's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. But I'm way into this Jenna Cannell in this movie. 
And then uh, her, her sister is played by Samantha Scafferty, and she plays Victoria. I don't know who she is. I never heard of anyone in this movie. Have you heard of anyone else? <laughs> no. No, okay. not a lot of recognizable names. Art uh, Chris Jericho is the second one for like a second. Who? Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, in the second one. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, Jericho wasn't in this. No. I didn't. I didn't notice any fat, bloated people walking around. <laughs> uh, David Howard Thornton plays Art the Clown. Catherine Corcoran plays Dawn, uh, Tar's drunken buddy, and uh, a lady named Puya Moseni plays the Cat Lady. So, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm a big fan of the Cat Lady. So. I don't know that she taught her cat to high five though. So. <laughs> I don't think so. And then uh, Katie McGuire plays Monica Brown, the newscaster at the beginning of the movie. I, I liked her a lot, too. Yeah, she was in uh, yeah. in All Hallows Eve, the anthology movie that Art the Clown was in. Uh, she kind of plays the babysitter in that one in, like, the wraparound segments where they, like, they randomly, like, somebody put a videotape, like, a VHS tape in the kid's bag, and they're like, we want to watch it. And she's like, no, we're not watching this random tape that somebody put in your bag. But then she's like, <laughs> she starts watching it, and, like... <laughs> <laughs> like eventually art you should, it's about art the clown and like eventually he comes out of the tv kind of ring style and gets her at the end mm. but uh so i guess he must like working with her because she's been in a lot of his stuff it seems like all right so i think those are all the key players here uh well there's matt McAllister as mike the exterminator oh yeah <laughs> how could i forget mike the exterminator all right yeah he's very uh, all right, so, Jank, why don't you tell us how this film begins? Uh, it starts out with, like, there's this kind of a weird shot of this tiny TV, and we're just kind of seeing, like, uh, this, this woman's show. Uh, this woman's doing a, an interview show where she's interviewing somebody who, like, survived this big massacre last uh, Halloween. And uh, she's like, okay, you're, like, the sole survivor of this massacre that happened last year. and uh, Tell us about, you know, your life now and stuff like that. And uh you see the lady who who she's interviewing and she's pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, her face is all disfigured and you know. Yeah. It's almost like I don't know, like skeleton esque. Uh yeah, her nose is missing yeah, kind of. And yeah. her eyes are like offset like distorted. Kind of sockets. Yeah. Yeah. So not good. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then it, it, she kind of talks about it and like, what about, you know, Art the Clown, the the guy who did all this? And you know, there's rumors that he's still alive out there somewhere. She's like, no, he, he's dead. I was there. I know he's dead. And uh, so then it goes to afterwards, uh, the, the reporter lady who interviewed her, she's on the phone with her boyfriend talking about like, oh, man, that lady was so hideous. Like, if I ever looked like that, put me out of my misery. And, uh, you know, very ironic words for what's about to happen to her. Uh, yeah, I, the, I think also when they're doing this, like there's little uh, snippets of Art the Clown, like uh, getting ready. Yeah, to, like he's getting his little weapons, uh, his little hammers and saws and everything. Weird, and, like sack of death. He's got like a big giant yeah. sack full of weapons, and he's getting ready. So then we, this girl, this lady on the phone, this newscaster on the phone, she's you know talking uh, mean mouth and the disfigured lady, and we get a feeling that someone's there to kill her, and we think, oh, it's it's Art the Clown. He's going to kill her. Yeah. Uh, but it's not Art the Clown. That that is, no. <laughs> it's just the lady from the show, the yeah. uh, the survivor girl. She just uh, starts having at her and uh, takes 
both of her thumbs kind of digs them into this lady's eyes and, and just kind of pops them out. It seems like, yeah, uh, yeah. James. So then we see her just in. kind of, uh, yeah, like her one of her eye sockets at least is completely like caved in and stuff like that. Um, and she's just kind of you know, flopping around there on the ground. So yeah, if she lives, she's gonna be pretty pretty messed up herself. Yeah. So all right, what a what a lovely beginning to a film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to set the tone for what you're in for with this movie. (laughs) So now we cut to uh, Tara, the lovely Jenna Cannell and her buddy uh, Dawn. And they're walking down the street from like a uh, Halloween party. And uh, they're dressed, you know, in little sexy outfits or whatever. And uh, yeah, I think uh, the one girl is like a scarecrow. And uh, then our Tara, she's like a skeleton. It was just like a man dress. Yeah, sexy scarecrow, sexy (laughs) skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Dawn's very drunk. Tara's somewhat drunk. And, uh, Tara wants to drive, uh, or, uh, Dawn wants to just drive home. Tara's like, no, give me the keys. So they're fighting over the keys. And here they look over, and there's, uh, Art the Clown standing there. He's just, uh, yeah. I was pretty creepy, Tuffy, right? Yeah, they didn't seem particularly creeped out by him, though. Eh, I mean, I guess it is Halloween, so people are in costumes, yeah. but, uh, you know. Dawn wasn't. Terror, terror was a little creeped out. But yeah. Dawn, she, she was just so drunk, she didn't care, you know? And, uh, and Terror's like, well, why don't we go get something to eat, you know? Because then if I eat something, I'll sober up and I'll be sober enough to drive us home. So they go mm-hmm. to some pizza joint and, uh, they're going to go get a slice. But then, uh, Jank, old Art the Clown comes in and he sits down, uh, across the alpha hole. And, yeah, uh, he's gonna have himself a slice too, I guess. Well, he's uh, eyeing up that Tara because he was smitten with her when he saw uh, them in the hot in the alleyway there, and yeah. he's uh, trying to flirt with Tara a little bit, and he's <laughs> flirting like a mime, very uh, over the top movements and stuff, you know, like. Yep. Yeah. I guess this guy is the guy who plays him, that David Howard Thornton. Like he, I think he's done a lot of like uh, you know interpretive dance or something like that, like a lot of. <laughs> Ocean, uh, you know, based <laughs> acting techniques. So he's uh, he's pretty good at it. It's like I have a twin. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Dawn is still very drunk, and she says, "Hey, clown guy!" And she goes over, and she just starts taking selfies. She sits on his lap, yeah. and she just yeah. wants to start taking selfies with him and stuff. And this art the clown, he doesn't really he doesn't say anything, you know. Um, but he seems very awkward having a lady on his lap, and. Uh, <laughs> And she just like she even knocks his little hat off by accident, and then uh, snaps it back on his head. But then she's like, "All right, buddy, thanks." And she goes back and sits down. And then uh, I think Art the Clown uh, he goes over and he gets a, a little gumball machine. It's the quarter machine, yeah, the gachapon, yeah. as they're called. <laughs> I have no idea that's what they were called. I learned yeah. something new. Well, how about that? <laughs> so he gets a little ring out of the machine there, and he goes over and he like uh, dramatically proposes to Tara, and he puts another ring on her finger and everything. And she's like, hey, get out of here, you weirdo, or whatever. Well, she doesn't say anything to him. But uh, it's all just very awkward. And then he goes back to the bathroom. He went, he needs to go use the bathroom, I guess. Yeah. So he just walks in the back. <laughs> the pizza guy's kind of like, oh, is this guy bothering you? Like, do I need to take care of this? And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go handle it. Yeah. And Tuffy, what happened when he was in the bathroom there? Uh, He spread, like, shit all over the place. <laughs> Spelled his name out and shit on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. 
So the, the pizza guy throws him out, you know, and he, he throws him out of the restaurant. He throws a big bag of stuff out there, too, because Tara's even like, what do you think's in that bag? You know, but they, yeah. uh, they don't know. So uh, Art gets thrown out of the restaurant there. And uh, then Tara and uh, Don, they go to sit in the car and don't they call? Oh, because oh, they, oh, they got the a car. flat tire. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now they have a flat tire. And Tara's like, hey, you don't think that weird clown guy did this, do you? And they're like, nah, he wouldn't have done that. <laughs> so they're going to sit in the car, and uh, Tara calls her sister Victoria and says, hey, can you come pick us up? And Victoria's in college, too, and uh, she uh, is studying for a midterm or something. But then her, her roommate comes back with a fella, and they're going to make the sweet, sweet love on the bed. So she's like, all right, I'll come pick you up. <laughs> Just not a lot of studying is happening here anyway. So uh, they're going to wait in the car there until her sister comes and pick her up. But then, uh, in what can only be said to be a terrible decision, Tara <laughs> decides that she needs to use the restroom. And <laughs> she sees, a, uh, again, uh, it's so weird because, like, there was a whole point. They went to the pizza place because, uh, what's her name? Jenna had to pee. She came back. She's like, oh, that's yeah. the longest piss I ever took. <laughs> yeah. So, like, why so, did you do it there? Yeah. But she says, no, you know what? I want to go up to this guy who, who walks out of this very spooky looking building and he's dressed in overalls, bald dude, smoking a dart. I'm going to go ask him if he has a bathroom I can use. Mm-hmm. Questionable decision. Yeah. Like that. But that, but this guy is very nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's uh, this is Mike the Exterminator, right? Or Rick the Exterminator. Or what the hell was his name? Yeah. Mike the Exterminator. Yeah. He's a very nice fellow. You know, yeah. and he, he says, all right, yeah, you can come. And uh, and he walks her to the bathroom and he, uh, he shows her where it's at because he says, I'm here, you know, get the rats out of the building, you know. So he makes sure there are no rats in the bathroom. And then although uh, Mike, he he didn't want to let her in at first because he said he'd get in trouble if he let anyone in. But then he says, you know, well, uh, I'm not going to wait outside for you. And you know how to get out of this building, right? I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. go which way we came <laughs> like that made no sense either. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just, she could just be walking around and stealing things. Yes. So, I mean, you think it would at least wait, you know, outside and then walk her up. But now he's just like, I'm yeah. going to go out in my business and I'm going to put in earphones so I can't hear you screaming later. All right. Don't worry <laughs> about it. And uh, that's that's what he does. So then Tuffy. Uh, Even that, I mean, you're you're about to bug bomb or like bomb the place with, ex, you know, <laughs> exterminating stuff. Like maybe you want to make sure that the other people you let you just let yeah. have yeah. left before you do that. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of problems there. Uh, but Tuffy, uh, what happens to old uh, Dawn? Because she's waiting in the car, you know, for uh, Tar. You remember what happened? Yeah, the clown that? shows up. Yeah, old Art the clown. And, uh, yeah, just there in the passenger seat. And she just turns around and starts screaming. And then that's that's all we see of Dawn for a while. And then yeah, we see we'll a whole lot more of her later. later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not really much else to see of Dawn. We see everything of Dawn <laughs> inside and out. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Tara never makes it back to the car, right? She's always she's just in the house the whole time. Yep. That, what is yep. that building supposed to be exactly? No idea. Yeah. Oh, no. It seems like the kind of building that wouldn't bother to get a bug on because it's just infested <laughs> with rodents anyways. Yeah, there's like no one in it. Eh? Like it's just one of... cat lady who's apparently oh. living there. Yeah. yeah. Why would they have rats if there's a cat lady with cats? You think the cats would take care of the rats? Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, so uh, Tara's just roaming around the building then, right? She's just... Yeah, she bumps into the cat lady, who's just, like, clearly crazy. And she's just like, oh, my baby is here, and it's just like a doll. And uh, Tara's just like, yeah, this is weird. I'm going to get out of here. Like, I got to tell the landlord that my, my I got my rent check. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically. But then uh, Tara, doesn't she see Art the Clown at some point? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how does he, is he just standing in the doorway, I think, when she's, or, I can't even remember how she first sees him. I watched this earlier today. But, um, uh, yeah, I can't remember either. But, yeah, yeah. He's kinda, he starts chasing her around. Um, yeah, and she's hiding from him, and then, uh, he gets all stabby into her leg. Yeah. Yeah, taking out that ankle. Yeah, he stabs her repeatedly in the leg, and um, but she gets away from him, and he's still chasing her. And then at some point, she gets a giant two by four like uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, <laughs> and she starts beating the hell out of him with the giant two by four. All right, again, like not the best weapon at all. She's like ninety five pounds tops. Uh, I don't know how much damage she would be doing with that, but. Uh, she gets the advantage on him, and she's like, "Come on, get up, get up, you filthy clown! You know, get up." Yeah, uh, first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you get on the ground, yes, if you get the guy who's stabbing you in the leg <laughs> on the ground, keep whacking him in the head with the two by four. Keep stabbing. Don't yeah. stop stabbing. But she uh, left a wrestling match where you got to follow the rules. <laughs> like because fucking, he, he gets a ten count to get to his feet, and uh, <laughs> but I like this part because when he's getting up. He just uh, reaches into his uh, boot there and pulls out a gun and shoots her, right? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I like that. Very Indiana Jones-esque. <laughs> or wait, no, wait, we jumped ahead. Wait, we jumped ahead, right? Yeah, we jumped ahead. Oh, he, he does I shoot have her. no idea. Yeah, but the, this isn't like the fatal one yet, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He there's There are two chases. He turned the leg first, yeah. The, the yeah. first chase, he stabs her in the leg, and she finds she runs to find the, she finds the exterminator guy. And she's yelling, "Hey, Mister! Hey, Mister!" But he has his earphones and he can't hear her. And then just mm-hmm. when he turns around, Art the clown grabs her, pulls her into a room, and uh, shoots her in the neck with something to knock oh, her yeah, out. Syringe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we got ahead of ourselves. All right, so uh, she's knocked out. Art the clown kidnaps her. Next thing you know, she wakes up in a chair. She's all tied up. Tape to the chair and everything, uh, duct tape over her mouth. And then, uh, Jank, why don't you take it from here? <laughs> okay, so he, uh, he's got a big, uh, like a hacksaw and, uh, he starts, you know, threatening her, like he's, oh, I'm gonna cut your throat with it if you try to get out of here. And then, uh, he goes to pull down this, uh, curtain that's, that's hanging there. And, uh, what's the other girl's name? I keep Dawn. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so Dawn is there hanging by her feet. Uh, basically naked except for her underpants. <laughs> yeah, she's topless. She's in there, boobs out. Um, and, uh, so then Art the Clown goes over there with his, uh, his hacksaw, kind of just rips off the underpants in one smooth, uh, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, we should say she's hanging with her, uh, legs, uh, spread apart. Um, yeah. Not like her ankles yeah. together. Her ankles are apart and she's hanging upside down. And yeah, with one, uh, kind of like, uh, like uh, Bill Murray in Ghostbusters when he takes the tablecloth off the uh, <laughs> table there and the flowers are still standing. He rips her underpants off like somehow, yep. just like that. Yep. And then and what happens, Jack? 
<laughs> uh, well, then he proceeds to cut her in half, uh, basically starting with the <laughs> vagina. <laughs> yeah. Just right down yeah. in the center there. <laughs> and again, this is a hacksaw. Like, it's not a chainsaw or something quick. Yeah. So he has to really get in there, you know? And Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing a hacksaw would last that long through all of that, but somehow it did. It must have been really sharp. And the whole time, you know, she, uh, Tara's screaming. She has to watch her friend get sawed through the lady business all the way down. And, uh, Art the Clown is just laughing and smiling and looking back at Tara and smiling real big and just, uh, hacking her right down the, yeah. right down the middle there. At some point, now, you take a selfie with her, <laughs> with her, like, corpse. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, after she's dead. Uh, did you, uh, ever see Bone Tomahawk? No. I actually no. haven't. Heard good things. Yeah, I talked about it on the show years ago because that was back when I was watching the eleven movies a week or whatever. It was one of them, but it's like a western with Kurt Russell and everything. But uh, at the end, they they encounter these uh, it's like Indian tribe or whatever, and uh, these Indians don't fuck around. All right, so they they tied up one of his fellas and they just do the same thing to him, but with like a tomahawk, and they cut him right through. Yeah, so uh, that was a year before this film. So that's why I wasn't too amazed by this because, hey, I saw this already in Bone Tomahawk. Um, yeah. But in Bone Tomahawk, it, it was more unsettling because the the rest of the movie, there was no scenes like that at all. Like you had no idea like it was going to be this kind of thing. Yeah. In this movie, you know, you know, it's a horror thing. slash. So you're kind of like, oh, all right. But in Bone Tomahawk, it comes out of nowhere that they just cut a guy in half like that. And uh, it's like if you're watching Yentl and just all of a sudden. Yeah. Some- <laughs> it was very shocking in that movie but in this movie it's like oh, all right right down the old vagina all right but um Tuffy, how'd, you feel about that? how'd you feel about that scene Tuffy? um yeah i don't think the hacksaw was making it all the way down there that, that was my only thought <laughs> hell of a hacksaw yeah 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 it's a lot of bone to cut through yeah, i think somewhere around the pelvis it would just stick just uh yeah you get out of there with uh yeah. yeah. Poor Dawn. You know. Poor Dawn. Sad. But anyway, but, you know, that could be uh that could be a golden case idea for best uh, death or best what the death, fuck or yeah. I don't know. Uh maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Maybe yeah. A bit of both. So uh but Tara, she was uh you know, strapped to the chair, but she was trying to get out of the chair the whole time this was going on and she breaks one of the arms of the chair and she frees herself and uh then Art comes to it, but she just punches Art the Clown in the face there and drops him. I'll say yeah. this about Art. Kind of a pussy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I guess when you're just like supernatural and can live through anything, what what do you need to bother with being a good fighter? Yeah, yeah. Like, he seems like, to just need to be trained? stabbings no. and shootings, but if you give him a good right hook, he is going down hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, she stabs him at some point. Did she already stab yeah. him already in this? Or was that? I think so. Yeah, because at one point he gets on top of her and he's going to, like, put his thumbs through her eyeballs. But she gets, like, I think the thing he used to stab her in the leg, she finds it on the ground and stabs him in the side with it. But that didn't really bother him too much. But a, a, but a punch to the face dropped him. And uh, and then they're chase, he's chasing her again. And that, this is where she gets Jim, Hacksaw yes. Jim Duggan. And yeah. he just pulled. But I like the I like to pull out a gun like that. I didn't expect that in a slasher film, you know. Yeah. Like. Can you have you ever encountered that before where the slasher in a slasher film pulls out a gun? <laughs> I mean, I don't ever remember seeing that. So. Uh, no, not really. Yeah, it is pretty rare. 
sometimes they'll use one against him. Like I remember in Scream, you know, they. I mean, I guess in the later parts of Scream, he definitely like got a gun, but it wasn't, you know, is more because they had the other, you know, the good people had the gun, and then he gets it away from her. Not just oh, he managed to bring a gun in his many yeah. bag of weapons. So while this is going on, her sister arrives outside and she's looking around for him and stuff. So we're seeing scenes of that. And um Yeah, this is one of the things I like is that like you think that Tara's gonna be the final girl of this thing, but then all well, of a sudden just midway <clears throat> through the movie, it's like, nope, she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, we'll talk about that in a second, because that was my biggest problem with the movie. So then uh he he shoots her in the leg and he shoots her in the like the belly too, right? Or the side. And uh, then he, he walks, stands right up over and shoots her like in the face. But she's still alive. It goes in her cheek. And so, <laughs> but he's out of bullets now. So he has to go get more bullets. And uh, at some point, when does he hit Mike the exterminator with the hammer? Is that later, I guess? Uh, yeah, that's just a little bit later. But anyway, her, her sister is there. Then he comes back with bullets. And yeah, he shoots her in the head again. Just repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. So this happens like, I don't, I don't know, 45 minutes into the movie, maybe. Yeah. It's like an hour and a half, hour and 28 minutes. So this is very long into the film. Like the only similar situation probably is like Psycho with Janet Leigh. You, you start that movie thinking she's your lead and then she's only there 20 minutes and she's dead. And then it's Norman Bates for the rest of it there. So, mm-hmm. This is deeper into the film than that. And I mean, Scream kind of had the same thing where you think Drew Barrymore is going to be this big character because she's Drew Barrymore and it's 1996. Kill her off. But that was just the first two minutes or whatever. Yeah. So. um, I think was kind of like that, too. Like the the one girl they set up at the beginning that you're kind of spending all your time with. She ends up being the first one to die. That's maybe 20, 25 minutes into the movie. This is very deep. Very deep into the film. (laughs) This is quite so once Tara died, like it is shocking she dies there because you're like, wait, they just killed her. But at the same point, it's like I don't care about anything now. So yeah, why am I watching this now? So the rest of the movie is just like torture porn and just gruesome murders, and it's like I almost turned it off. That this is very close to me. <laughs> I almost turned it off, and I was like, all right, I'll just leave it on. What the fuck? But uh, yeah, I anything after this point in the movie is just like. What? I don't know. I just, but Jack, <laughs> you seem to enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I liked it. You kind of don't know where it's going. Um, it goes nowhere. Kind of That's where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it changes to who the main character is. Like now, it's her sister. So, but I don't care about her that. sister. You know, <laughs> I mean, your sister's good people. At least at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just man, it was just a terror. Because actually, when I was. Uh, when I watch these movies, I usually research them, you know, while we're doing it. And I was reading up about this, and I read someone wrote a review where they're like, uh, it doesn't have a clear protagonist. And I'm like, what are they talking about? This Tara is a great. She's uh, she's very likable, this Tara. And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah now I see what they're saying. Yeah, she's just yeah. gone. Second <laughs> like half, not as much. <laughs> yeah, so after she dies, I just checked out. I was like, all right. <laughs> but all right, Jack. I said so- the second one had more of a uh, – more of a clear protagonist and followed a little bit more of the normal structure. Uh, they actually gave him like kind of a, an actual antagonist for, uh, for Art the Clown. Um, that, yeah, that's needed, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> why do I, do I care about, like, I don't care about Mike the fucking exterminator. You kill him. Who cares? <laughs> you kill another exterminator guy. Who cares? 
you kill uh, the cat lady, who gives a fuck? I don't care. Uh, so, um, yeah, you need something there to keep you along. Well, I think that's where the sister is supposed to, she becomes the de facto. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, but yeah. we spent two seconds with her for the first 50 minutes of the movie. <laughs> so it's just like, who cares? Uh, I, I so we only care. really spent, like, what, 10 minutes with Tara and Don while they were not being murdered? So, like... <laughs> I, but no, Tara, we're there the whole time. She's the first thing we see after the credits, the opening credits, and then she's there until she's yeah, dead. Yeah, that's kind of, I mean, it's fairly a short scene, I guess, of the time before uh, things really start happening. But things start happening, that's the movie, though. She's in it. Yeah. She's, the <laughs> she's there the whole time. <laughs> that's who we, that's the thing. We spent 50 minutes with her, and then she's dead, and it's like, oh, all right. Uh, so anyway, the show shows up and Art the Clown, he, he like, uh, she texts, like, uh, there's some, they're using Dawn's cell phone because, yeah. uh, Tara's ran off. So she texts the phone and then Art the Clown texts her back, says, Hey, go around back. Your, uh, your sister's sick. Come around back. So then the sister comes around and is this where Art the Clown kills Rick the Exterminator or Mike the Exterminator or whatever? Yeah. Cause uh, I think the cat lady found, uh, oh, oh that's right. And she, she tries to tell Mike the exterminator about what, about it. Like, Hey, there's a body. Like, you got to call the cops. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But then he hears someone scream or something. Or why does he decide to call the cops then? I can't even. Well, he goes back to just working and then Art the Con just kind of whacks him with a hammer and he's kind of out of the picture for a little bit. But he was calling uh, his guy, his boss on the phone that when he hits him with the hammer. Cause remember he wakes his boss up. Oh, yeah. Cause his boss, boss shows up later on. Yeah. So, I think he's maybe just complaining about this lady. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, he hits him with a hammer and uh doesn't kill him though. Not at, not at this point. So then uh Art and the cat lady. The cat lady you mentioned has a little baby doll she takes care of. And uh she comes she finds Art like uh cradling the baby doll, right? And she's like, Oh, spare my child and all this shit, okay? Yeah. And then she starts, like, kind of, like, acts like she's going to be Art the Clown's mother. And it seems yeah. like it's working for a second, but then, no, not so much. Well, she's like, you've never known the mother, a mother's touch. And she holds him to her bosom. And it seems like Art the Clown's uh, softening, you know. He's like, oh, I'm a good little boy. And then we get a cut. And I, yeah, I don't even know what we see at this point. I, I think the other yeah. guy showing up, right? I mean. That sounds right. Yeah, Could I be. Think, I, I mean, to that guy the sister is is also trying to get in at this point. She's trying to figure out where she's supposed to go to find her sister. And um, oh yeah, because all right, Jank, we'll let you do all the dramatic reveals of gruesome <laughs> things. So yeah, uh, so the sister, I think she she finds somebody. Laying on the ground with uh, black hair, <laughs> and she kind of assumes, "Oh, that's her sister." Like I'm, she's like, "Oh, this isn't good." I and again, the, it's uh, <laughs> I think she should be able to tell a difference there. From a her <laughs> sister is a very petite girl, and Art the clown, yeah. you know, and he doesn't have a shirt <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, Tara, what's wrong? You have a very masculine back. What's going on with you? <laughs> but um, anyway. <laughs> She looks like, uh, who's that, Raquel Rodriguez? Hey, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite big meaty women. You slap meat. Very <laughs> masculine back, that lady. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, but, she, goes uh, she, yeah she goes over to check on her. She's like, oh, no, Tara, what happened? And uh, she kind of then – she gets distracted, like, right away. So she looks over, and there's somebody else in the room. And uh, she, she sees the crazy cat lady there uh, who has been scalped and uh, just kind of laying on the floor, like, close to death. And she's trying to warn, you know, the sister about this well, whole thing. She kind of looks back at what she thought was her Tara there well, lying on the ground. And it's not. Well, she <laughs> was is. scalped of her hair. She was also scalped of her boobs. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if they showed it there or not, though. They, if you yeah, saw they that did. On her. Okay. They did, yeah. Like her chest was all yeah. meat. Um, <laughs> That's kind of the reveal there is, yeah, once uh, Art the Clown pops up there, he's wearing that lady's hair. And uh, he is also wearing her bosoms. <laughs> yeah, he's following her around, and he's like naked at this point, right? And uh, and he's got the bosoms on, and he looked like Marilyn Manson, circa like uh, yeah. yeah. Around. <laughs> and uh, and she's trying to get out of the place, and he's uh, walking around all creepy, trying to get her. And uh, I don't know, is that it? <laughs> are we at the end pretty much yeah at some point uh, the plumber calls uh, the cops I want to say so they're coming because uh, they get oh oh uh, he's a Art the Clown is about to uh, kill uh, the sister mm-hmm. how did this happen he I'm drives like a car he drove no, the no, that's the- that's a little bit later. Uh, he, he at this point, I can't remember how he was trying to kill her. Oh, I think he was using the flail. Like he keeps hitting her with the flail. Where oh, it's, all like, it's yeah, like a whip that has a bunch of little, uh, you know, barbs on it, which is kind of tearing her to shit. And Mike the exterminator uh, comes up behind him and hits him over the head with something and knocks. Yeah. And again, when you get the the crazy murderer guy knocked down on the ground, just keep Don't hitting stop. him. Yeah. <laughs> ground yeah. Ground. yeah. But he he gets her up, he gets Victoria up, and he's like, "All right, let's get out of here." You know, I called the cops or whatever. And, well, they uh, stop and call the cops like from the building. It's like maybe you go somewhere else before you call. <laughs> <laughs> and then Art the clown comes back and he, he stomps this guy to death. Right? He just uh, yeah hits him in the head with like a big a, heavy thing. And yeah, then it's like a metal smashing. With his big old clown goes, you just keep banging. You don't stop just because they're down. <laughs> yeah, he, he just stomps him with his clown shoe until he, like, cushions, squishes his head. And then the other, like, exterminator that showed up, he hacked his head off, right? He decapitated him with a yeah. stomp. Yep. Well, first he stabbed him in the top of the head. Then he cut the head off just for good measure, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so this is a very family-friendly movie. We're going to get yeah. the kids around. Everyone sit down. Oh, we didn't and mention this. that the uh, the two pizza place guys also got killed. Uh, the one guy, oh, who, yeah, yeah. like head was cut off and turned into like a jack lantern. There was like candles in it. Yeah, I forgot about that. And, and while Dawn was sitting in the car waiting for Tara, she was listening to the radio, and they came on the radio saying that two people were just m- found murdered at that pizza joint. Yeah, and, and she's like, "Wait a minute, oh, we were at that pizza joint." Um. So, all right. So yeah, the art kills the exterminator guys. Then he's chasing the sister again. The sister somehow, she gets to like, there's like a garage doors or something that are chained shut. And then Art somehow is outside the building now. Mm-hmm. And, sure. and he's like kind of peeking in the door. Like you can push the doors a little bit and he's peeking in the crack or reaching for her. 
and, and she gets like a, I don't know, a crowbar or something. She's about to start whacking him, <clears throat> but then he disappears. And then she goes to peek out the door again. And here Art's coming with a, a pickup truck, just driving right at the, uh, or the exterminator truck is what he gets. And he's just driving right through the doors. She jumps out of the way, but she still gets knocked loopy, I guess. And then, uh, Jake, I think this is the ending sequence. So why don't you yeah. take this? Well, uh, since they did call the cops, the cops are now showing up. Uh, and they show up just as Art is on top of the sister, uh, eating her face. <laughs> just taking yeah. off pieces and eating them. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they said uh, the reason they cast this guy to play Art the Clown. I guess a, another guy had played Art the Clown in the uh, yes. previous stuff. Yeah, he looks pretty and, much the same because I think they use the same prosthetics and stuff on his face. But, yes. yeah, I guess that guy retired from acting by this point, so they had to get a new guy. Yeah, apparently he, he didn't want to be involved in Art the Clown movies anymore. <laughs> I think he also said he didn't want to go through all the prosthetic stuff and get in all the makeup. So he just said, I don't want to do it. But... Um, but they said that they cast this guy to play the part because during his, uh, 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 what am I, what's the word I'm looking for, Jack? Like casting uh, audition? Yeah. Audition. Thank you, Tuffy. And, and I'm so old now, every day is like playing password with me. I can't remember the word. <laughs> so, uh, audition. Uh, they said he, he was acting like he was eating the head of uh, one of his victims, but then he pantomimed getting a, uh, a salt shaker and putting salt on it to make it taste better. And then that's why he got the part. So. Yeah, he's why that would uh, really, really sell it. <laughs> so he's eating her face, and the cops show up, and these cops are terrible at their job. I'm just going to say that right now because uh, they show yeah. up at the scene. They know uh, again; it's already been on the radio that they're looking for a clown guy in a black and white costume, and a, a suspected of two murders at a pizza joint. And mm-hmm. they see they already got a frantic call nine one one about a, a clown murdering people in this building. Then they show up and they see a clown guy on top of a lady eating her face and they say, freeze, you know, yeah, put your hands up. <laughs> and he's very reluctant to do it. He's very slow to do it. <laughs> and they keep yelling, put your hands up, or put your hands up. So he puts his left hand up. And they say, hey, put your right hand up, put your right hand. We, we want to see your right mm-hmm. hand. But what does he do? Hey, Simon says, <laughs> uh, well, he pulls out a gun. And that just puts it right in his mouth and blows his own brains out. Yeah. So these cops, they uh, they still don't shoot him. And then when he spins around with a gun in his hand, they still don't shoot him. And then when he puts the gun in his mouth, they say, no, don't. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, they don't want to yeah, paperwork. I'm just for it. <laughs> like, uh, man, just pretty awful. These cops just just terrible. Um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he shoots himself in the head, and then he's dead. And then uh, the one cop goes over, and he's like, oh, gee, this, she's still alive. She's still alive. So uh, now we see, uh, well, there's a morgue scene, Sort of right? the coroner, yeah. They're yeah. bringing in uh, the bodies from tonight, including the clown. And uh, the one, the like, the coroner is very obsessed with bacon, apparently. <laughs> That's his one character. Yeah. <laughs> Snappy really dialogue. Likes Yep. <laughs> and, Once you've seen an eight-month-old who died by microwave, you kind of get past everything yeah. else. I remember that one. Yeah, seen it all. So he he goes over and he unzips Mike the exterminator, and he's like, "Oh, this poor son of a bitch." And then he's like, ah, "I want to see who did this." And then he goes over because they tell him the murderer is over there, and he unzips uh, Art the Clown's bag there, and Art the Clown's just kind of like looking up at him, smiling. 
you know? Yeah. And, uh, then all, all shit breaks loose. All the lights start flashing and, you know, everything starts going weird. And, uh, and then the guy looks down, he, oh, the clown sits up like the undertaker and, uh, just starts choking him out. And, uh, luckily it doesn't take him as long to walk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got those big clown shoes too. You think of, uh, but yeah, he chokes so hard. The clown's not dead. He's still alive. And as he's murdering that guy, we, we pull out of the scene and then we're not, we're now we're at a hospital and, uh, we see a a lady there, uh, it's Victoria in a wheelchair and her back's to us. And we see her parents there and they're talking to the doctor and the doctor says, ah, you've, you've come so far in the past year, you know, and you're finally getting out of the hospital. Uh, Keep that smile on your face, you know? Yeah. Like this girl's like so funny. Like she's really keeping our spirits up around here. It's like, yeah, that seems odd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then in the last line, she, the doctor says, oh, and uh, hey, good luck on your interview tomorrow. And then yeah. they turn the wheelchair around and you see it's the same lady from the beginning of the interview at the beginning of the movie. So yeah. that was Victoria. And now she's going around murdering people like uh, yep. the clown. He's been infected with whatever madness he has, I guess. So there you go. Terrifier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you think, Tuffy? This movie's terrible. <laughs> I was, uh, I was actually pretty into it at the beginning. Like, no, uh, yeah, I was, I was way into terror. What you know? seems like the protagonist, like you said, Mike Bell, it's like, I looked at the clock and it's like, this movie's like halfway done. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was way into Tara. I liked her. I, I was along for the ride as long as she was there. And once she was out, I'm out. <laughs> and I just, I just don't care about this anymore. And, and it just became, you know, like I said, just gross and over the, I guess that's what people are looking for when they watch these kind of movies, but yeah, oh, man, it was just over the top. Yeah. Brutal. I'd say it's yeah. like a three. Ooh. Yeah. That's as high as I could possibly go. Um, <laughs> But I, I did really like it, to be, like not really like it, but I was in, you know, I was like, oh, this is fine. And it was a I think, good low budget laughter movie for the first 40 minutes. Yeah, I really liked art at first, too. You know, like uh, like oh, the scene did. in the, yeah, the scene in the pizza joint and on the street there. And they first, those were all great. And uh, even when Tara was still alive, I was looking at the clock because Dawn was dead. The exterminator was there. And it's like, how is there still an hour left in this movie when there's two <laughs> people to kill? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys will yeah. be shocked to know that Terrifier 2 is for some reason two and a half hours long. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, I I would just like to exercise. I don't know if this exists, but I'm going to veto any selection ever of Terrifier 2. <laughs> Did it, was, he, shock paper. was he eating Chris Jericho? Is that why it took so long? Two and a half hours? <laughs> 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 I don't know why it would take so long, but yeah, that, uh, I don't know. It just got overly gruesome. And again, the, the big memorable kill scene and I saw before in Bone Tomahawk. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. Three is the, I don't know. Two might even be better. Wow. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> the only redeeming quality is like one point for art initially. I really like, but by the end of the movie, I fucking hated art. The comment. Really? Yes. I think he's great. Just, it just got so annoying, but um, there are attractive ladies in it. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, fan. 
And Jake, oh, I get that you actually like this movie. I do. Yeah, I'm going to give it a, an eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, I mean, in a world where we've gotten just shitty PG-13 horror movies about ghosts that you never fucking see and don't do anything, and they're all made for teenagers because they don't <laughs> want to alienate the audience who's going to give them money. And uh we haven't had like any good slasher villain villains since like the nineties, and even then it was kind of on its way out. Like we finally have a new like slasher villain who can kind of rank up there with the, the classics like Freddy and Jason and stuff like that. So I I like it. This is exactly what I'm looking for. I'm hoping this comes back more and more. I'm hoping this launches a whole new era of slasher movies. Um the second one did very well. Like they made it for I think a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and it made like fifteen million, so like I think they're going to keep making these for a while because they, they cost very little and oh, they do pretty, oh. pretty well, even in a limited run. So I don't know. Yeah. Make all the money they save on writers. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> and the girl also, in the second one, like the main antagonist girl, like, oh, man, she is phenomenal. Like, she's one of those girls that gets better the, as the movie goes on. You're like, wait a minute. I don't know if I'm super <laughs> into right at the start. minutes in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, did they I learn their lesson? Well, no, yeah, she sticks right. around, and I'm assuming she's going to be back for future movies. Cause yeah, because even, really even if you wanted to kill Tara like that, just do it at the end. Do it at the end. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I yeah. kind of like the unorthodox, you know, way they went about it. So I, I appreciated them taking chances like that, even if they didn't work for you guys. <laughs> yeah, swing and a miss. Yeah, that's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kill the cat lady chances. forty minutes in, and then have Tara and her sister try and work <laughs> to defeat Arthur the Clown. Yes, there you go. Yeah, because uh, Tara's death at the end would still be shocking. Because you know you're thinking she's going to be yeah. there, and uh, well, you'd have to you turn can... her into the one who lost her face. Then I think. Well, no, her sister's still there with her, you know. But she, you kill Tara, yeah. and then her sister survives, and her sister's the final kill. Like you can kill oh, okay. Tara at like one twenty three, an hour and twenty three minutes. <laughs> Her sister at one survives at one twenty five or whatever. Um, so you'd still get the shock of Tara dying, but uh, you'd actually get people invested for the final forty minutes. <laughs> but anyway, so there it is, Terrifier. Uh, I can appreciate what you're saying there, Jenkins, because Art the Clown is it is like a yeah, it's an iconic look, and the guy who does it does a great job, you know. Um, he's great. He, it's yeah. even more fun, I think, in the second one where he's his he's kind of, you know, doing a lot more of uh, just kind of messing with people and just kind of, you know, doing weird, weird stuff. <laughs> like, I think it, if you go into this knowing it's just a gore fest and it's not mm-hmm. an actual movie with the plot, <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> I guess you could enjoy it, you know, but I had high hopes for it at the beginning. I thought, oh, this could be something. And then it just wasn't. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. But all right. So terrifying. Well, at least toughly, we we experienced start the clown though. Our lives have been enriched. That's something. (laughs) I don't know if I would say enriched. (laughs) So now. When we're at parties, Tuffy, you know, and we hear people talking about Terrifier and Earth the Clown, we can say, oh, yeah, that movie sucks. And we can uh, participate yeah. in the conversation. Yeah, what yeah. about hobnobbing with the hoi polloi <laughs> out there? They're talking about Earth the Clown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's something. All right. Uh, who is it next? Well, Miles maybe will be here next week. Um, 
Yeah, it's not. I think it's you, Mike Ducks. We've gone uh, Larry and Tom Buck two were the last two before this, and I think okay. I picked before that. All right, yeah, I'll see if Miles wants us to watch something. He can be here next week, and then I'll let you. This has not been a great uh, Shocktober, if I'm honest. Looking back at things. <laughs> yeah, well, what was before Salwin? What was? Uh, Friday the thirteenth. Thirteenth. Oh, that's a great one too. Again. Yeah. I would say mixed reviews among the the podcast <laughs> hosts here. I, I yeah. guess if I only had to watch, like if I had to watch Friday the Thirteenth again or this, I'd watch Friday the Thirteenth again before that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. it was street trash before that. Oh yeah, I don't even remember that. <laughs> the homeless people drinking the other. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. oh, oh, oh! Uh, one of the girls in this movie, um, I think it was Dawn, uh, Katie Corcoran or whatever her name is. Corcoran. Yeah. Uh, she's in the new uh, Return to Newcom High movies. Oh, yeah. So I didn't even know if there were new Return to Come High movies. Yeah, I think I started watching one of them uh, recently, not, and I just never finished it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the street trash kind of reminded me of Newcomb High. Yeah. Bit. I mean, now that we're, uh, <laughs> we're was approaching not a- the end of Shocktober, street trash does seem like a much better movie than it w- did at the time. <laughs> it was <laughs> Citizen Kane of Shocktober. <laughs> You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, we had a banner month over at Flea Market Fantasy for Shocktober. Yeah. Lot, lot of great stuff over there. <laughs> it started out stronger than it finished, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what did we do last? Oh, uh, the mummy. Uh, the mummy. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Twisted Tales and uh, Zombie were, were the best ones, I think. And then it kind of went downhill after that. <laughs> I think the living mummy was pretty great. <laughs> Even in Living Mummy, not the strongest finishes. <laughs> All right, yeah, go check that over with Flea Market Fantasy. All right, well, what else is there to discuss? Uh, Tuffy, have you been, well, you've been gone all week, so you haven't been watching anything. Huh? Oh. I've been monitoring Big Brother updates. <laughs> I haven't been watching it. <laughs> is America still there? No, America was the uh, victim of a double eviction last night. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. And Matt and Jag continue to steamroll everything. Who's Matt? Uh, the deaf swimmer. Okay. Yeah, it seems like he'd be good at physical the, competitions, the right? With the turban. Jag's been the one winning everything. Yeah. So, uh, and Jag. Is Blue still there? No, Blue was evicted uh, first in the double eviction episode. Wow, you, you're losing Taking a lot. Out. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of reasons to watch yeah. that show. If Blue in America, like getting off. rid of Tara. Why would you do it? <laughs> exactly. I don't care <laughs> about the rest Johnny. of these. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, Matt and Jag, Sari, Felicia, Whoa. and uh, and Bowie Jane. Oh, he changed the judge slide. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Well, that's something. So the two older ladies, though. Yeah, they are getting dragged along because Matt and Jag know they are never going to beat them in a competition. (laughs) Yeah. You're not winning. If you lose to a 60-year-old lady in an endurance competition, you need to reevaluate some things. (laughs) Yeah. Because, yeah, Blue thought she was good with Matt and Jag all week, and she thought America was going home for sure, and then... Right out the door for her. So it sounds like this, these uh, Matt and Jag characters, they're really playing a hell of a game. Um, yeah. Once they got uh, kind of the other physical competitors out, 
Jag is just well, it helped that Jag got to be H O H two weeks in a row for some reason. Oh no. <laughs> um because they had the secret HOH when everyone knew Jag was the HOH, but because it was a secret HOH, that person was allowed to play consecutive HOH competitions, which kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Uh, that is weird. But yeah, because it's been Jag, Jag, then Bowie Jane, who seems to be happy to take third place to Matt and Jag. <laughs> and then. Well, Matt, <clears throat> yeah, if you're Bowie Jane, you just hang on as long as you can. But. Because then hopefully you could sw- you know, pull a switcheroo at some point. But um, they're she not has no it. chance of finishing higher than second place because she will not beat either of them, even if she wins the last HOH competitions. Yeah, but she really would have no. I mean, they're they're going to take the old the sixty year old lady with them, right? I mean, oh, I would imagine. Well, yeah. they're. Uh, it seems like this week their plan is to get rid of the sixty year old lady, and not Bowie Jane. Huh, that seems questionable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. But we're getting close to the end, right? Yeah, I think it's uh, November 6th or 7th is the finale. All right. Because they have uh, this week Thursday's an eviction, and then Sunday's an eviction, and then I guess that's probably the next Wednesday or whatever, or Sunday after that would be the finale. I don't even know. Yeah. And then on the finally. The last couple of days, and it's just like three people. Yeah. All right, there's your big brother update. Uh Jank, have you been watching anything? Uh kind of. <laughs> I mean, I guess the biggest one is uh today Shorzy season 2 started. Oh. Uh, so I I've watched no the first 5 and like a half episodes. <laughs> there's there's six episodes, so I'm almost oh. done with it. Uh I tapped out half the last one. <laughs> Just didn't have time before the uh, the show started. So. <laughs> All right, so Shorzy, I haven't watched any of them. I didn't watch season one. You think this would be my per- ideal show? A show about yeah. hockey and uh, really Shorzy's great. So, what is like the whole premise of the show? weren't he wasn't he trying to assemble a team in the first season or something? Or yeah, in the first season, like he was on this team. They he got traded up to Sudbury. Uh, they sucked real bad. The lady who owns the team was going to fold the team. Uh, but he was like, I'm going to make you a promise. We'll never lose again. And uh, so she, she's like, all right, but if you lose, I'm, I'm folding the team. Uh, and so he assembles kind of a team of, you know, people he thinks are going to be awesome. And like he you know, assembles his dream team, essentially. And they have and, to lose the first game. Do they lose the first game? <laughs> they do not win or lose the first game. No, uh, they, they do win. actually turn it around. And uh, then they get to kind of like the, uh, the end of the season, or I think it might be the playoffs or whatever. And, and then they do finally lose. Like, they've won a bunch of games in a row, but then they lose. And he's like, oh, shit, I guess it's over. But she decides, no, you know, you guys showed me that you actually, you know, care and you're actually decent at this. So I'm going to keep the team going. That's, so that's where season one ends. That <laughs> is a terrible yeah. ending to a season. What the fuck? I kind of like really it. a show for the plot. It's for the jokes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although I don't know, there's not even that many jokes. <laughs> it's not letter tug from the uh, the one guy with the what the coach's <laughs> girlfriend or whatever. I remember that. Yeah, that's Sanguinet, yeah. He comes back. Yeah. But uh so then it's like, oh okay, like this is cool, you're gonna get to see them maybe next next season two will be them playing a full season and going after the ship. That'll be cool. Uh but the season starts out and basically immediately just shows, Oh yeah, they won. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> So yeah, yeah, it's like oh yeah, they won the championship, and uh, so 
now it's just like the next season, I guess, after after winning. And uh, so you you're jumping ahead two years, basically. Yeah, essentially. Very strange. It's doing everything you would not do in a sports movie or a sports show. <laughs> um. So yeah, now they're just kind of uh, they've got like a big win streak going, and uh, their goal is to they have to hit like 20 games in a row, I think, so that they can be considered not just you know the best team of the season, they'll be the best team in this league, you know, of all time. Uh, so that's what they're kind of chasing this this season. That's I, I don't like this at all. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> a lot of weird choices. Um, <laughs> and I guess kind of there, uh, there's one American team in the league, and I guess that's the one they're kind of worried about because uh, they're playing them like right the last game of the the regular season is against this American team, and the you know the Americans are trying to be as good as as Canadians in hockey, and so they're kind of worried that they got something to prove and stuff like that. So they're they're really worried about this game potentially knocking them off of their streak. Huh. So that's kind of what they're building up towards. Yeah. Well, that's something. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I still am not super sold on it. Like, I, I like parts of it, but kind of few and far between. <laughs> Um, I like the, uh, the, there's a lady that, that Shorzy has been going after this whole time. She's like a reporter lady, uh, who covers yep. their team a lot. And, uh, so the, the scenes he has with, with, uh, with her are really good. Um, so those are pretty great. Huh. But, um, yeah, it's, is, uh, it's a weird one. Does anyone ever wonder why he looks so much like Wayne? <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> I think they would. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it is a it is a very different Shorzy than you get on Letter Kenny for sure. Like he actually has depth and stuff on the show, which is strange. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. Really I've just guess. I just soured on Letter Kenny after a while, and uh, I haven't watched like the last two seasons. I don't think. Um, yeah, it might yeah. be more than that at this point. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I can't remember the last one I saw. Like what was even going on? Um, so uh, anyway, that's Schwarzy. Uh, um, what else? Yeah, I remember Mike Dell you were out when the when the French lady cheated on him or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah I think I watched one more season Next after season. that. <coughs> um, because like he because wasn't that in the final episode of one season he finds out she's cheating on him? Yeah. And then I watched the season after that because remember all that uh, please and thank yous where he was all depressed again and stuff. Excuse and, yeah. me, seriously, please and thank you. Yeah, and then I think I may have started the season after that even, but I can't remember. I, I remember wasn't there one? Uh, oh, shoot! Well, you saw the hot dogs and chips episode. I think that was probably the season after that season. I can't remember what that was. Hot dogs and chips. <laughs> remember all those kids? They keep bringing those kids in because they've uh, been like. Grab yeah. ass and then stuff like that. So you sit them all down and they all sit in the chair backwards and try to tell them not to do these things. And they're like, Gail got you these chips, <laughs> these hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't there an episode or something where they were showing everybody like, uh, shit, I can't remember the, but it reminded me of the Cheers episode where, uh, Sam needed to find a place to sleep that night. Weren't they like showing everybody in their bedroom or something at, at night? Oh um, yeah. It was like a sleepover episode. Yeah. yeah yeah, something like that. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I saw that season. I think at least most of that season. But then I tapped out. I don't know. But all right. So uh, what else, Jank? Have you been watching? 
Um, let's see. So I watched a movie. I think it was on. It was either Hulu or Amazon. <laughs> one or two. But uh, it's called Totally Killer. Um, it's uh, like a horror comedy, I guess, with time travel involved. Uh, starring Kiernan Shipka, who was, you know, uh, Sally Draper. Yeah, Sally Draper. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all right, this this could be cool. Um, I really w- would say it was. <laughs> um, it's basically like, uh, so she's in this town where there was a bunch of murders in like the 80s. Uh, these three popular girls got murdered. Her mom was friends with them, but she did not get murdered. Uh, and so in modern day, like she's, you know, her mom's kind of up her ass and stuff like that. She's kind of like, well, but she's kind of tuning her out and that kind of thing. But all of a sudden this killer comes back and kills her mom. So she's like, oh no, like she's all distraught and stuff like that. And uh, with a little hat. No, it's somebody, it's kind of like a, like a plasticky Max Hedrum almost mask. (laughs) Kind of like that. Or like Johnny Bravo, you know, like some like guy with like a square jaw and like big poofy blonde hair type thing. Huh. Um, something like that, I would say. And so then this killer starts chasing her and one thing leads to another. She ends up like, like I think he stabs into like a time machine that her friend's mom was building or something like that. And she one you know, somehow she ends up back in the eighties, basically when her mom and dad were in high school and uh, it's right about the time that the murders are happening. So she's like, oh, I can stop the murderer now. And then, you know, in the future, my mom will be alive and stuff like that. Um, and basically, it's just a lot of people, you know, modern day kid complaining about life in the 80s. Like, dodgeball, how is this even legal? <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> So if you like jokes like that, like. I guess this is a movie for you, but if you find that horribly annoying and it makes you your character unlikable, then <laughs> like I do, then this is not the movie for you. And I just yeah. was not having it. <laughs> what was this on? It was either Amazon or Hulu, one of the two. Oh, hey, hey Jank, uh, do you get Comcast? Or no, you don't get Comcast. Uh, I do have Comcast. Yeah, oh, you have Comcast? yeah, I have it for like internet. Yeah, I got rid of the cable part. Uh. Because uh, apparently Comcast, you now get Peacock for free again. Oh, no, but I, I, I don't know if that'll work with you. Cause, like, if that yeah, counts, so you, you might want to look into that. So yeah. yeah, I canceled my Peacock subscription uh, today or yesterday or something. So uh, one more cock for you. Yeah, I know. I'll be getting a cock <laughs> all along now. <laughs> free cock. Cock to pay the yeah. five ninety nine for it anymore. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Um, see, there's a couple other things I started watching, but didn't really finish. Uh, Renfield, uh, that movie with, uh, Hey, the, this girl's in it. Tara. Oh, is she? Really? Yeah. Uh, Jenna, uh-huh. whatever. What's her name? Jenna Canal. Uh, Canal? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, she's in Renfield. I saw it listed on her IMDb. Yeah. Look at that. Maybe I didn't make it that far. Or I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she does look different from that interview I saw. Without, without like the super red lipstick, she looked different. <laughs> um, yeah, she uh, shaves her head. Apparently, she likes to shave her head and do all kinds oh, yeah? of stuff. So uh, I don't know if she had a shaved head in that movie, but because like on her IMDb page, they show like photos from the Renfield premiere or something. She has a shaved head. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I did see her. Um, yeah, I, I was like, all right, I just didn't look that great, but you know, I've heard decent enough things and Nicolas Cage is Dracula. That sounds pretty fun. Um, but unfortunately, uh, it turns out there's a lot of Aquafina in this movie, which is never good. Oh no. <laughs> that's, 
No, okay. I just, I can't. Like, she just <laughs> annoys the piss out of me. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't keep watching this. <laughs> you tank your movie by putting Aquafina. So. <laughs> that's unfortunate. All right. So, uh, that's Redfield. But maybe yeah. watch it again. Look for, look for old, uh, Jenna Canal. Maybe you'll see her in there. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, what else? You know what else I, I was, I've been trying to finish, uh, I've not made it through even the pilot episode yet, but, uh, I was like, oh, it looks like they got moonlighting on Hulu now, so. Oh, moonlighting. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll check that out. Like, I remember my parents, I think, <laughs> watching when I was a kid, and I remember the theme song it was, was great. Very popular when I was a young lad. Uh, yeah. Old Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis. This is what made Bruce Willis Bruce Willis. You know? Yeah, it sure was. And uh, basically, it was uh, like a detective show, right? Like, didn't they have a private detective agency or something? Yeah, apparently, like, she was like a rich model. Uh, but now, you know, like, her business managers or whatever have ripped her off so that she's going broke. Uh, and she owns a number of businesses, including this, you know, uh, Bruce Willis's detective agency. So she goes to shut him down, and he just kind of you know, doesn't take it great and kind of keeps bugging the shit out of her. And... I haven't finished the first episode yet, so I don't know exactly how it resolves, but I'm sure she ends up, you know, keeping it in business, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah. she, yeah, they get involved in, in a case and she kind of gets dragged along helping him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, their chemistry is good. Just the show itself is not that entertaining so far. Like this first case, you think on the pilot, you'd really go all out and make it a, an interesting case, but it's, it's not so much. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't watch it a lot when I was a kid. I remember watching a few episodes. But yeah, but you don't want to judge something on a pilot, though, you know? You don't, yeah. Because it, yeah, it'll change probably over time. But uh, what I recall, long, too, so it's like, uh, this doesn't need to be this long. But what, <laughs> I was famous, what it was famous for was the chemistry between the two of them. And, yeah. But I guess in the stories were always that they hated each other in real life though. Like eventually, like oh. they, but so they had good chemistry on this, but at least that's what I recall. Um, that they didn't I mean, get it along. seems like most people have that relationship yeah. with Bruce Willis. So, yeah. <laughs> and, but he's like very, uh, like a smart ass, but like, uh, aggressively smart ass, right? Wasn't he kind of like annoying at a point? Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he could definitely be annoying. I could see that coming. Like he's always cracking sure. the one liners and stuff. And, and the other thing the show was famous for was, uh, she always, I don't know when it started, but at some point in the series run, they always shot Sybil Shepherd with very soft lighting to make her look <laughs> better. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a long way after Taxi Driver, so she's got to be getting up there <laughs> at this point. Um, so yeah, and then she, uh, then she had that show Sybil, right? Where she had a little sitcom there after that. That was very popular. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Christine Baranski was real famous for that one. She won all kind of Emmys and stuff. Supporting actress. But uh, yeah, that's Sybil Shepherd. Quite the, I've never seen the, uh, Last Picture Show. Have you ever seen that? No. No. That's what she's most famous for. Um, I've seen a clip of that. During my scholarly research, <laughs> but I haven't seen the whole movie. Peter Bogdanovich was the director and all that. But um, yeah, so are you going to stick with Moonlighting? I might. Yeah, if I can ever get through this pilot, and then maybe episode two will be better. But 
I do like it. Um, they didn't even play the theme song in this first episode in the pilot, so that's that's upsetting. They kind of use it as like score, I think, in one scene, but uh, you know, you gotta have that theme song. Did you say <laughs> it was on Hulu? Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah, it's on Hulu. The Hulu's. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, I guess there's one other thing. I watched this a while ago, but I, I didn't realize they'd put it on uh, Amazon, so I finally watched it. Because um, I guess Invincible Season 2 starts next week. Yeah, I just saw a commercial so, for it the other night. Yeah. yeah, but apparently in between they put out a uh, Adam Eve special. Um, it's kind of like a, an episode all about Adam Eve and kind of her origin story. She's the uh, pink-haired foxy girl who... Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah, so it's kind of all about her growing up and that kind of thing. And uh, So I think it's like an hour long, something like that. Um, basically, like, you know, two episodes strung together, I would say. That kind of I want to see a special episode about that big cat guy that just fucks everybody up. That <laughs> least... Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> that guy was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, stuff like, he's definitely going to come back in the show, and he's always great. <laughs> God, I love Battle Beast. <laughs> he just wrecks everything. So Poppy, did you watch Invincible? I don't even know what that is. It's a cartoon on Amazon Prime, but it's, a, it's about a kid who gets superpowers. His dad's basically Superman, but it yeah. turns out his dad's a jerk. It's a real jerk. <laughs> Basically murders the rest of the Justice League. Yeah. It's just pretty good, though. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Oh, I've been I watching like a lot of... A lot, uh, so I'm hoping the uh, the rest of the series doesn't let me down. They don't change things too much. They don't have to write anything new? Like, they can just still follow the comics? Like, there's enough of yeah, them? Yeah, it's, it's, it, uh, I think it went about 140-something issues, 48, oh, right. something like that. That's a hell of a run. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, lately I've been watching a lot of, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Because remember, I, I said I was watching the new WKRP. Well, uh, cause that's on yeah. YouTube. And then I found, uh, one night, you know, I fall asleep watching, I woke up and here there's an old episode of WKRP. It's like, what is this? And apparently there's another channel that has old episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I've been watching the shit out of those. Cause they're tough to find. I, Hulu used to have like some season one episodes. On oh, I, I hate they, to do that. I think they did yeah, that with Cheers too. It's like they have the first two seasons or something, but I can't finish the show because <laughs> I don't have the rest of it. Well, with WKRP, it's even worse because the reason they can't—I don't even know if there's—I don't even know if there are DVDs because uh, back in the day they used to play like music on the show, yeah, like, popular songs, you know, because they're a radio station, so they'd be playing like the Police and shit during the show and everything. And it's like, oh. <laughs> All right, well, you probably can't play that. So, yeah, so in order to, like, put them on DVDs and, like, getting the rights for all that is tricky. So uh, they're tough to find the reruns of it. So, yeah, I found a YouTube place. It's got, like, it doesn't have every episode, but it's got a good bit of them. So uh, every night I just watch W.A. Carapina. I fucking love that show. So good. (laughs) It it would be on my, uh, one of my top 11 all-timers. It's it's just such a good show. And they did a lot of like ex- uh, experimental things back then too, in terms of how they told stories and everything. So, uh, pretty awesome. Big fan of WKRP. Uh, Tuffy, what? Are, nothing else? Oh, you from Disney? You just been busting gems again? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Disney was Disney. Like, yeah. 
but it's just fucking exhausting is the thing. Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> I, hear. I was going to put together uh, real quick. You know, I took my nap and then I woke up 10 minutes before the show. And I said, well, maybe I'll uh, throw together a quick top 11 list. Top Disney characters. Yeah. And then I looked yeah. at a giant list of Disney characters. There's a lot of Disney characters. Yeah. Um, I think mine would just all be Gargoyles characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's... <laughs> I would... Uh, I like uh, Huey and Dewey. Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. yeah, I like those three guys. Uh, is Chip and Dale part of Disney? Chippendale Rescue Yes, they Rangers. are. I'm a big fan of the Rescue Rangers. I mean, they also have all of Star Wars and all of Marvel now. Are yeah, Disney but I, characters. I'm thinking just classic Disney stuff. Yeah. yeah we'll say the, uh, they do have a Star Wars ride that's uh, that's pretty good. I find that. Even though cool. it's the new Star Wars stuff, but uh, in terms of the experience, it's pretty immersive. Yeah. I was never a big Mickey Mouse guy, you know? I yeah. don't know who is, but like how kids still like that. When has Mickey Mouse been relevant? Steamboat uh, Willie. Parents are like, I don't know what these kids can watch. We'll put on the Disney Channel, and they got the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and all that bullshit on there now. Yeah. Just don't tell them about how many of those Clubhouse kids are sexually assaulted, because you don't want to talk <laughs> about that. But, no. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to also, discuss. I mean, that... Uh, the other experience of Disney is the number of adults who are there without children is also disturbing. Oh, that's alarming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the other, I guess, uh, story I could tell. Because my, my nieces and nephews uh, watch Star Wars in anticipation of this trip because, you know, there's all the Star Wars stuff there. Uh, the, the, when you say they watch Star Wars, the originals or? Uh, I was consulted and I said start with four, five, and six and they watch those and, uh, my nephews had some nightmares from Darth Vader, I guess, but uh, <laughs> so that means that means Darth Vader's doing his job. That's what that means. Yeah, yep. yeah. he's good heel. Yeah, but they they still <laughs> wanted to watch them, even though they were having nightmares from the stormtroopers or Darth Vader. And then I think they got through episode one, and that was a. Uh, they said, "Yeah, we we've seen enough." That's <laughs> Smart. Uh, so, yeah, they have, uh, like, uh, meet-and-greet areas for the characters, so you could go meet BD-8, which they know just from toys and commercials and shit. That's a little rabbit. Yep, yeah, that's the, the new R2-D2 from the new ones, I guess you could say. Okay. Which, that's not really meeting a character. That's just a uh, little robot statue that you go stand next to. Um, and I think the head moves around a little bit, and it beeps. And uh, then they met Chewbacca. They were excited about that, which is a guy in a Chewbacca costume. <laughs> uh, and they had already made their own lightsabers for 30 bucks or whatever. And so my one nephew picked the red lightsaber. So Chewie said he was a little suspicious of him. <laughs> Wait, Chewie's talking? What the hell, Chewie? No, there, there's a person there. And Chewie just kind of points. And the person oh, a trans Chewie a translator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That's good. Uh, so they like that, and then uh, then we went to go meet Darth Vader, and it was like a 15-minute wait, I think they said, to meet Darth Vader. So we were like, yeah, whatever, 15 minutes, we'll kill some time. And then there was a uh, a technical issue, so we couldn't meet Darth Vader. It might be another an extra 15 minutes. So I'm assuming either the guy in the Darth Vader costume had to switch out or something with the, the voice control in the costume wasn't working. 
But we were waiting in the Darth Vader line, and there were no children in this 15th line <laughs> to eat Darth Vader besides my nieces and nephews. Yeah. That, now, which, when they got up there, were they scared of them? Uh, not really. They were more scared of, like, the, uh, like the one Star Wars yeah. ride. There's a bunch of uh, stormtroopers in the queue that you walk through. You know, they have all the <laughs> staging and setup about it. I would say they were more concerned about the legion of stormtroopers standing behind uh, one of the rails. Um, but yeah, the, cause like for my nieces and nephews, they're meeting in their mind, they're meeting Darth Vader himself. Yeah. For all these adults, they know they're meeting (laughs) Darth Vader. That's a good point. Yeah. And it just boggles my mind that these people are waiting (laughs) to have a picture taken essentially with a, yeah, uh, I'm about to take Vader costume. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> oh, this sounds like Jack had his picture taken with Darth Vader before. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Is there any chance you could meet a slave? Could you meet a slave Princess Leia at any point? I would have been waiting in line for that one. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, like they met a the couple of the Disney princesses, which are just you know good-looking twenty-something girls in princess costumes. Oh, so that's nice. There you go. But uh, yeah. No, no, no slave Leia. But yeah, for those adults waiting to meet um, a, an adult in a Darth Vader costume, like, wouldn't your money be better spent just going to Comic-Con or something and meeting a bunch of people in Darth Vader costumes? <laughs> a bunch of people in Darth Vader costumes. Uh, well, hey, hey, Tuffy, when's the next uh, WWE pay-per-view? Is that Crown Jewel? Is that uh, like- I think it's next week is Crown Jewel, yeah. Right. Next Saturday, probably. All right, that's something. Um, anything you else? You have the rest a of the uh, top eleven if you want to go over that. What the hell? Yeah. You didn't tell us you had a top <laughs> eleven. You're burying the lead yeah. here, Jack. Well, they knew the show is so jam packed with other content. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so many. Getting my car inspected and <laughs> delivering a Wall Street Journal to the neighbors. Yeah. It's- yeah, cut that this week, Mike Dell would be bringing to the show his swinger dilemma for us to resolve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, Jack, well, what's his top 11? I hope it's uh, Art the Clown related. <laughs> well, not not quite. But, right. uh, I mean, I guess he could have been a contender for this. I decided since it was October, I would do a, you know, horror movie themed list uh, here. And we've done so many in the past that it's like, well, what can we do here? Um, so I figured I would do the best or my at least my favorite performances in a horror film. Uh, favorite you know, horror performances yeah. in a horror film. Horror now, this movies, could... you know, not traditionally nominated for Oscars or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> and this could performances be that it, Yeah, that I kind of, you know, I really appreciated their work in this movie. And uh, this could be killer really solid. This could be victims. This could yep. be... Uh, just random. Anyone. All right. Yep. Could be anything. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's start out with uh, with number eleven. Uh, I went with James McAvoy in Split. M Night Shyamalan Split. <laughs> I mean, yeah. actually, you get difficulty for being good in an M Night Shyamalan movie, which not yeah, no, it's hard. <laughs> good acting. It's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, he plays a guy with, you know, multiple first, uh, personalities. So there's several different personalities we see him being. One's like an old woman, like a stern old woman. One's like this, you know, hyperactive little kid and stuff like that. So he's doing, he's wearing a lot of hats and, uh, he's jumping around a lot doing a bunch of different, uh, you know, clearly different performances all in one. So it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. I'll give it that. All right. That's something. <laughs> yeah. He played Magneto, right? Uh, no, he played uh, the young he Professor, was Professor X. X. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who played Magneto? Benedict Cumberbatch? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fast Bender was the young one. Fast Bender. All right. All right. Number 10? Yep. Number 10. I went with, uh, with a killer here. We got Tobin Bell from Saw. Um, sadly, I have not seen the new Saw movie, uh, but they finally kind of went, just went back in time and were like, all right, we're going to do a prologue so that you can bring Tobin Bell back fully <laughs> with this one, which is a smart move because, uh, you know, spoiler alert, they killed Jigsaw off in the third Saw movie, and then there's just a bunch more Saw movies, and it's like, oh, man, this is it really loses something without Tobin Bell as uh, as Jigsaw mm. there. <laughs> like, he's got a great voice, like, that's really just memorable, and uh, it's great. I've never seen a Saw movie. Oh. I think you, I you saw should. the first or second one yeah the first one's pretty damn memorable like that one people i think stand by is a really good movie even the second one i think people still say are pretty good i like everything up until at least like six and then they kind of dipped off but i hear the new one's actually very good (laughs) at least if you like wait 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 wait. you said you liked everything up to six and then (laughs) how many have they made well, Saw X is Saw 10, so. <laughs> Saw 10. All right. Yeah. Number so, nine. yeah. All right, number nine. I went with the uh, the kids from It, chapter one. Um, kids, obviously, in, in most movies, not let alone horror movies, are usually god-awful, uh, and they're, they're awful <laughs> to people, and, like, they're terrible actors. <laughs> And they just are usually the worst part of the movie. But somehow this movie, like all the young actors were very good. I, especially I'm going to say Finn Wolfhard, the kid from Stranger Things as Richie, like he was great. And, uh, the kid who played, uh, uh, was named Jack Dylan Grazer. He was like the, the kind of, uh, the kid whose mom was like really overbearing and making him think he was always sick and like giving him placebos and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, he was like very afraid of germs. So he, those two characters especially were just very funny. Like, they were always making fun of each other. Um, and really, just the entire cast of kids in that movie was very well cast and very, very good actors. So they got somehow very lucky in that regard. Well, take your word for it. I uh, did yeah. see it. I've never seen oh, a movie either. Yeah. And they had a TV <laughs> movie here for this top 11 list. <laughs> they had a TV movie way back in the day with it, right? With, yeah, uh, I remember watching that when I was a kid. And Curry, yeah. wasn't John Ritter in that too? Yeah, he was one of the adults. Yep, Annette O'Toole, a young mm-hmm. Seth Green. I'm out. Oh. All right, <laughs> uh, number eight. All right, number eight. This one you you guys will be familiar with. Uh, she's on screen for such a little amount of time, but boy, did she make an impression on me and, and our good buddy, Larry, uh, Aunt Martha from Sleepaway Camp. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she was very flamboyant. And, yes. Uh, yeah. The wacky aunt at the beginning of the movie who just talks in this weird sing-songy voice the whole time and just like, you're going to be late. Yeah, she was like okay. a straight pipe on her finger and I, she's I just do, very straight. I do remember liking her, yeah. <laughs> Richard Angela. <laughs> She was one of she the few great. people not wearing jean shorts. That's how you can recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. That's true. <laughs> All right. Number seven. All right. Number seven. Uh, this was, I'm going to go with Samara Weaving and Judah Lewis from The Babysitter and The Babysitter Killer Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are these, are these connected in any way? Or are they like, <laughs> Yes, so they, the one is a sequel to the other one. Okay, <laughs> right, I was going to say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Babysitter was a horror comedy, and then the, the sequel is also that, the same, it's the same thing. Um, basically, Judah Lewis is this kid, he's, I guess, supposed to be like 12 years old. He's got Samara Weaving, who I just, I, I adore Samara Weaving. She's great. <laughs> it's so I don't even good. Know. I don't even know what she, this lady looks like, Samara Weaving. Oh, she's great. She's kind of like Margot Robbie-ish, but like a funnier kind I'm of version yeah <laughs> there's a lot of horror movies <laughs> um she's actually hugo weaving's niece i think i that doesn't help me uh the like, <laughs> smith guy from the matrix <laughs> or he played uh, okay oh. yeah <laughs> well she does look like margot robbie mm-hmm. yep very similar look holy but, she's like his, she's his babysitter and uh Basically, one night he decides he's going to – they're like they're really close. They have this great relationship where, like, he's this big nerd and, like, she comes over and they hang out and he's, like – he's, like, completely in love with her and, like, they're best friends because, like, she's a big nerd like him. And it's just, like, these two are so good together. And then, like, there's a turn where it turns out, you know, oh, she's actually a bad guy and, like, she's going to sacrifice people after he goes to bed and stuff like that. And it's actually, <laughs> like, legitimately heartbreaking because you're, like, oh, I love these two together so much. Like, don't do this to me. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's a kid and she's his babysitter. You can't like them together that much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, as a as a friendship, wrong kind of movie so good that. together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pizza, pizza territory. What's your say? Yeah. But uh, you just like the uh, the big sister, little brother relationship. Yeah. Family. Like, it's just nice to see that he's got, like, a friend here. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> well, maybe he can get into sacrificing people. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but then they kind of, I don't know if it was reaction to the first one or, like, just how much they like Samara Weaving, but, like, they did kind of change it in the second one. We're like, oh, no, she wasn't actually that bad all along. <laughs> she was oh, only okay. sacrificing them halfway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little stabby. She didn't actually kill him. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Uh, it's just kind of like her and her dumb friends who have started this, like, cult where they got to sacrifice people and, like, this uh this kid kind of slowly takes them out home alone style and it's it's pretty fun it's a, it's a good movie um so they both were very good in this movie so i'm going to give them a number 7 uh-huh. uh number 6 another like horror comedy that's not too old uh just a couple years ago i'm going to go with jessica roth uh from the movie happy death day and the sequel happy death day to you Happy Death Day <laughs> and Happy Death Day yeah. to you. I believe the first movie was actually written by uh, Scott Lobdell, you know, who was a comic book writer. It was on the Echo oh, for a while. That's right. I do, I do remember that name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is a movie. It's a slasher movie um, about this girl in, in college 
And it basically becomes a Groundhog Day ripoff where, like, she keeps getting murdered and, like, then the day will reset. And so she has to, you know, go through the day and she gets murdered again and the day resets and she has to keep going until she can kind of figure out who's doing this and and stop it and stuff like that. I don't know if I saw this. I think Larry or Jenk talked about it on the show before. Sure, I did. Larry, man. It sounds sounds very familiar to me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. This might have been yeah. when Mike Dow was watching like ten movies a week. This might yeah, have been I did there. watch a whole yeah. lot of movies. I can probably start doing that again because it's been a few years now. So yeah, I'm sure there's more movies I haven't seen. Um, yeah, Colin Farrell's got to have four or five more. <laughs> I, I did plot through a lot of Colin Farrell. <laughs> uh, uh, this does sound very familiar to me. No, yeah, but uh, it, it's it's very good, and she is great in it. She's very likable, even though her character starts out. As kind of a bitch, and you're supposed to like hate her, but there's something about her that carries through, and you're just like, you can't help but kind of feel for her. And then you kind of realize, start like layering in like why she's acting so bitchy. Like her mom died, you know, like a year or so ago, and she's kind of you know been so traumatized by it that she's just acting out and and being a, you know a pain in the ass to her dad and stuff like that. And it it really actually ends up tugging on your heartstrings in a way that I did not expect from a, like a shitty horror comedy, but like it, her performance really sells it. And like, especially in the sequel, like um, there's a part where like she ends up going back and like, it's just like in another universe where her mom is still alive. And like, she gets to see her mom again. And it's just like, this is like actually touching. Like <laughs> I was not expecting this. <laughs> so yeah. Jessica Roth, like very good, and she's very funny too. Like she's uh like eventually she starts just killing herself off and stuff like that. And it's it's it all works. The comedy works. So I was very impressed. All right, I I don't think I've seen this, but I think I saw something similar. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Roth with an E. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I haven't seen her in much since. I know she was in like the. uh they did like some musical version of the movie Valley Girl. <laughs> I think she was like the main girl in that. Yeah. But uh I didn't watch that. <laughs> I was like, I got the Nick Cage one, that's all I need. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh number five. All right, number five, uh you know, one of the classics here, Robert England as Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Um definitely couldn't leave him out. He's pretty great. Uh, obviously some characters like Freddy or not, not Freddy, but Jason or Michael Myers, it doesn't really matter who's behind the mask. They, they don't say anything. They don't do anything really. Like it could be anybody. Uh, but Freddy was very much a, a character that relied on the personality of Robert England and, uh, and just his voice and his, you know, charisma and stuff like that. So he, he's pretty great. The character obviously changed a lot. Like it was a lot scarier in the first one and then kind of started getting goofier and he would have kind of weird one liners and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, it got a little bit cartoony, but, um, he, throughout it all, Robert England did a great job. So yeah, I know I saw parts of some of these, but I don't know if I've ever seen a whole movie of them. Uh, maybe next October. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen any of these. Wow. Oh. Seen them all multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, uh, Roxanne Perez dressed up like uh, Freddy Krueger for Halloween Havoc on NXT this week. Uh-oh. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> um, all right. Lady that burned in the face. <laughs> no, no, no. Just a, she had a little sweater, you know, cut off. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but, all right, number four. Number four. Um, this one you guys will definitely know because it's Crispin Glover from Friday the 13th. <laughs> Just his dancing. That's what really, because. Oh, I mean, the dancing, all of his talk about being a dead fox. Where's the corkscrew? <laughs> Everything about him is just magical. Like, he lights up the screen. <laughs> He's just, I, I appreciate somebody who's that fucking weird that his performance can't help but carry that through. So I, I enjoy it quite a bit. All right. We only have three spots left. And if someone is not on this list, I'm going to be outraged. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll find uh, out. All right. <laughs> Number three. All right. Number three. Uh, I had to give it to Bruce Campbell for the Evil Dead movies uh, in Army of Darkness, of course. Never uh, saw any of them. Oh, yeah. You're missing out. Yeah. I mean, he is, he is. is great. That is a guy who's got a lot of charisma and just is so good at the physical comedy, especially as that series goes along and get started getting goofier. Like if he wasn't as good as he was, like he nobody else I don't think could sell it. Like the the goofiness that started happening in that movie and still make it kind of scary. Like even on Ash versus the Evil Dead, like he was he was great. Like he's a great part of that universe. And they've tried to make you know more recent Evil Dead movies that didn't have him, and it's just like eh. Without him, it, it, the whole franchise doesn't really work. It's just like, all right, it's just kind of a generic monster, zombie creature thing without him. So, yeah, Bruce Campbell, pretty great. Just a, a one-liner machine. All right. Number two. <laughs> all right. Number two should probably be number one. Um, I think, but it, it's just a personal choice for me, my, my actual number one. But this, my number two, is, is, it's hard to say, like, say that anybody's better than this. Because my number two is Jack Nicholson in The Shining, um, as oh, Jack yeah. Torrance. Yeah. Uh, just a masterful performance. Uh, nobody has ever seemed more evil <laughs> than, than that character does. And just, he plays crazy so damn well. And just is so menacing at every turn. Even when he's, like, not yet menacing, you're still like, I don't trust this guy at all. And uh, it's it's just great. Yeah, Larry would be Especially, happy with that. Yeah, up against Shelley Duvall, who's terrible in that movie. Like, <laughs> he just looks even better. <laughs> it's like, thank God this guy's here to carry this movie on his back. All <laughs> right, and number one is, of course, Shockma. All right. <laughs> 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 this is for human actors no. <laughs> oh, alright oh, alright you got off easy there I'll let you it's a nice little loophole but alright I'll let you have it yeah yeah so for me the only thing that could uh, that could beat uh, Jack Nicholson there is the one performance that I always go back to is being so over the top and insane and that's kind of what I love about it is uh, Matthew Lillard in Scream <laughs> yeah Eh. I'm a huge fan. Um, he is so good. Like, especially the the scenes toward the end of the movie where he's just going completely over the top. And uh, just he's like, I've seen him being interviewed on like the DVD feature. And he's like, I don't know what I was doing. Like, why was Wes letting me get away with this? I was just going so over the top. <laughs> like, he's like spitting in like most takes and just like it's like completely insane, but it works on every level because it's just like this is hilarious. Like, this guy is great. I don't know. I must have missed it. Did he run repeatedly into doors? Because I didn't see that. <laughs> That's what Chakma did. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, I mean, I watched Scream and uh, I enjoyed it, but I didn't remember him being anything unusual. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I appreciate he always seems to go for it, and uh, he's just a weird, wacky dude, and it it really works for that character. All right, there's Jank's top eleven uh, horror movie performances. Um, trying to think of any. What about the Tuffy? What about all the horror movies we've watched here on this show? Besides Shockman, I mean, outside of Sleepaway Camp being an incredible movie. Oh yeah, who was that? Uh, the like the slutty blonde in Sleepaway Camp too. Oh yeah, <laughs> she should be nominated for something. She should be in the top eleven. Uh, what else? Yeah, the Slumber Party Massacres. I yeah, those were good. I don't remember anyone really. Standing I don't remember out. anyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't remember the movie we watched like two weeks ago, let yeah, alone a year ago. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> tough. Uh, we all remember Shockma, though. Testament to his greatness. We do all remember Shockma. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, all right. Well, good job, John. I saw that on like, Tubi again the other day. I was like, maybe yeah. I'll watch Shockma again, but I didn't. <laughs> I don't know if you need to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch the little gifts of him running into the door. That's all you need to see. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather watch the behind the scenes of all the door scenes where they're just making him mad on the other side of the door. <laughs> I wonder what they were doing to get him so pissed. <laughs> Didn't, uh, wasn't it, they were like saying his name or something or saying the trailer <laughs> or something like that? Mm. Typhoon? Typhoon? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I know the shark. I know the shark monkey's name. <laughs> yeah. I assume Mike Dell just knows every monkey's name. I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan. All right. So there it is. Uh, anything else to discuss this evening? I think that's it. Uh, are you guys a uh, big Halloween plans next week? Sure. No. Uh, nope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never been to a costume party. Maybe I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go to a co- Yeah, I'm going to go to a costume party this year. <laughs> I'm just Where? Gonna get myself as what? <laughs> I'll just show up. Start knocking on doors. Hey, you guys having a party in here? <laughs> just driving around. <laughs> hey, kids. You having a party? So, all right, hey, Tuffy. If you had to dress up uh, for a costume party, uh, what would you dress up as? Ooh. Uh, I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, well, shock. <laughs> I don't shocking. own a costume to dress up as anything, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's the hard part. That would be tough. Um, yeah, it's not going to happen then, I guess. Yeah. Raincoat and go as Columbo. Ah. But I went the two years ago, I guess. Uh I went trick or treating with my nieces and nephews, so I uh dressed up as Duke Kaboom from the Toy Story franchise. <laughs> I don't even know like who that the, is. <laughs> the the Canadian evil Knievel, basically. Oh, oh is that okay. a Keanu Reeves? That could be, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was. Like I've never seen guys. the movie well, that the characters in. I just dressed up I've in the never, costume. I've never seen a Toy Story. Me neither. Yeah, the costume's just like a white jumpsuit with a red stripe on it. So I just went to the hardware store and bought like a painter <laughs> suit, basically. Wow, look at Tuffy spending then, money uh, for his costume. 
and then bought a Canadian flag and just uh, tied that around my neck. The cape is just like a Canadian flag, basically. And did people actually know who you were? Uh, it helps when you're with a bunch of children dressed up as like uh, Buzz Lightyear and Woody the Cowboy. All right. Yeah. Do you know Give what context? Do you know what your nieces and nephews are going as this year? Uh, well, one of the things at Disney was like a Halloween party the one night, so they were dressed up as uh, well, Buzz Lightyear and Woody the Cowboy. Still. <laughs> um, yeah, you find something you like. Were, stick with it. <laughs> Yeah, I think my nieces were Ariel, the Little Mermaid. Um, uh, what, what was the other one? Oh, one was dressed as Minnie Mouse. One is a butterfly, and one is like a bear costume sort of thing. Oh, bear costume! But uh, so I asked my brothers, like, so is this just their trick or treating costume then too? And he said they wanted Star Wars costumes for trick or treating, but he didn't think he was spending the money for that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's tough. You have to be a proud uncle, though. The kids are into Star Wars. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it because yeah. they've only watched the good ones so far, too. So, hey, don't tell them about those. Mostly... Don't tell them about those space hookers yet. Now wait till they get older. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait till they're like eight or nine for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we're done here. Uh, next week, hopefully, Miles will be here talking about all the horror movies he watched in October. And uh, that'll be something. And thanks to Tuffy. Thanks to Jank. Thanks to Tom Buck, too, for filling in last week. That's right. Thanks to Tom Buck, too. And thanks to uh, Bob Myers for having pinball machines. (laughs) Also, just a quick counterpoint to uh, Tom there saying the Quiznos was only $10. It wasn't the $10. (laughs) was the principal of it. (laughs) I think it was the $10, too. Yeah, I think it's the ten dollars. But uh, uh, all right. So until next week, pass the Monty Chi, Governor Gabby. <laughs>